Are you ready for some football? Stay tuned. Plymouth Rocky football coming up next. Here's a tip from Oliver Ford Lincoln. You'll look great pulling up to the next Plymouth Pilgrims game, whether it be varsity football, basketball, or tennis. The friendly folks at Oliver Ford Lincoln have the pre-owned vehicle that you've been looking for. We've got cream puffs, pampered and polished. Also, one owner executive vehicles driven by the boss of the firm. We call that a brass hat. Plus, you'll get a cash offer and we'll buy your used car outright. For a great pre-owned vehicle at a great price, now is the time to see Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. And as always, we're joined by uh, Plymouth Athletic Director Michael Delp. You, this is your last home game of the football season. It's got to be, well, I want to say bittersweet. I mean, the season's going to be over pretty quick, and um, it's been a it's been a fun ride. Been a good fall. Yes, uh, yeah, it, it's amazing how you you know get things started in, in August, and it feels like you're kind of just. Uh, trying to catch up from the get-go and then you get to Labor Day and it's like you turn the corner and you're getting ready for a state tournament runs for everybody. So, um, yeah, just kind of transition and, and uh, <laughs> what people don't realize is uh, girls basketball tryouts start on Monday. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, no matter what, uh, where you're at, it's very rare when there's not something athletic uh, happening around here. So, but uh, yeah, the football season's, uh, it's hard to believe it's been nine weeks, and we're going to start the tournament next week. And uh, but uh, we're going to honor our seniors tonight, and look forward to doing that. It's been an, an interesting year for them too. I mean, there are moments when you know they look really good, and others when they don't look so good. And you know, if you got a bunch of teams, bunch of sophomores and freshmen, first year coach, I think it's gone as well as you could possibly expect. You know, um, there's a lot of ways to measure success and in our culture obviously we measure it on wins and losses and and uh um but uh you know as you look at um just the growth and like you said the moments and the the growth that uh the improvement that you see from not only this level but uh, uh i would say a synchronized kind of approach from junior high on up even down to um you know the youth league there's just uh uh, a kind of renewed spirit about that. Uh, I know uh, Coach Hanley's done a nice job of just being present with, with um, you know, at the youth games, at the junior high games, you know, working with the junior high coaches to make sure we're using the same uh, verbiage, you know, as far as calling plays. Uh, and everybody's just kind of responded really well to that. So, um, and as we've talked about before, I think our boys are getting stronger and, and uh, more explosive. Um, like, like we said, maybe in weeks past, <laughs> you can't play our schedule and and bring out you know half the guys be sophomores, um, and and expect uh, you know to to see a lot of success as far as wins and losses. So um, I'm very proud of of 
you know, I think one official even said it last week. Uh, you know, we took it on the chin in the first half, and um, you know, and it, just after a tough loss the week before, where we you know led most of the game, and he just said, you know, our guys didn't give up. There was a there was a competitive spirit. There wasn't a chippiness about it necessarily, but there was a there was a, a level that he respected, just given where the program you know looks like from the outside, and and so. High praise for our coaching staff and, and for our kids especially and and um, you know we're excited about the future for sure you know we're we're not we're not packing it in we're gonna compete and I, I know that each each week that's what they do um, uh, but um, yeah we'll, we'll we'll we're gonna crack that uh, wins and loss thing here before soon and uh, you know that'll be in the rear rear mirror and and then it'll be about you know taking the next step as far as the winning. Uh, you know, timeline or progression uh, goes. So, well, I I know I said this to to Coach Hanley a couple of weeks ago, and and I'm sure you you know what I'm talking about because you've watched it as a coach and an AD. Uh, I had one coach in the area who it was another sport. His team had had a really rough year too, and he said, you know, I just wish that everybody could see how far these guys have come from the first day of workout to now. He says they'd think it was a miracle. And I, I, I feel kind of the same way about these guys. I'm outside looking in, but you see so many good things going on. You do. And um, the, there's no doubt about it. Uh, they, they have put in the work. They've put in the time. And um, there will be a time where we reap the benefits of all these things that are sowed and, and, you know, what's tough is that senior class has gone through, you know, the last couple of years of just kind of not experiencing the joys of, of victory. And, and so that's, that's the part that you feel tough about, right? Cause you yeah. want them to, yeah. to get the fruit of walking off the field with, with a victory, you know, and, and just that feeling too. But, uh, um, you know, to your point, they've been part of this, and a rebuild or rebrand and and um and uh we we are grateful for those seniors that have you know stuck it out and and put in the time and and led and fought through injury and and when it's easier to kind of <laughs> let's be honest there's a world out there where there's a lot of people i don't I just don't feel like doing it today you know yeah, and yeah. especially when 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 the outcome you know you read the papers or whatever and just know that hey we're looking at a pretty good mountain this week that we gotta climb if we're gonna get it done and so you gotta respect um kids that uh and and the coaches that just bring it every single week and uh, kind of bring that lunch pail if you will you know that workman's um uh approach to it and and so that's nothing i mean top to bottom that's what you really see uh our guys doing and um you know long term after it's all said and done that kind of um ability to be resilient and to be determined and to fight through adversity will pay off in in their lives as a right. as a father yep. you know and as a as a person at a job site or or as a leader in a company you know so those are those are things that are still going to take with them and and uh we we just we're gonna still fight for a win this year too. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean the growth is is definitely something that you do measure. Um, it's just hard for outside people right. sailing at the Friday night glimpse of it all, right? Right. So. Well, let's move on to Saturday night or Saturday day, I guess. Uh, you got some folks uh, in the regional cross country. Uh, Sophie Ray, tell me how good is the shot she have to get to the state final? 
you know, I talked to Coach Nordman. I, I was down there for sectionals, and uh, she was able to um, overcome uh, Miss Heights, uh, I guess, 5,000-year 5K record. You know, we've had two different girls' records in there because they changed the length yeah. at one point. But uh, it was 1919, I believe, and she broke it with 1914. According to, you know, Coach Nordman, he believes a low 19-teens is – not a guaranteed lock to get to state, but in years past, that has been good enough to get it done. So, um, very hopeful that, you know, she was running with a lot of confidence. Um, I could just see, you know, what I've noticed about Sophie the last couple of years, semi state last year, and just, um, just in the couple races that I've got to see, it, she just kind of rises to that, that level. Um, and, uh, she kind of feeds off that competition and she stays calm. It looks like, you know, there's, there's, that's really hard in oh, those yeah. races as, as yeah. you kind of see these competitors that, you know, uh, you want to beat, but, uh, they take off and you know, I gotta, I gotta run my race yeah. so I can have something in the tank to be able to finish strong. And she certainly did that last week. So we're, we're excited for the girls and the boys. Uh, Sophie has definitely put herself in position, put in those, like we say, unseen hours, um, now she gets to have the fruit of that and, and it's just about peaking at the right time and, and running a, a solid race as far as strategy wise for her. So, and they all, uh, your teams are competing too, or at least the boys are still in it, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the boys, uh, they ran well the other day. Um, and, uh, yes, they were able to accomplish a goal, which was to make it on to, um, to regionals down at Culver. And, and so, same kind of goal. I mean, they'd like to get onto that semi-state level. It's going to be a tough one with with some of the teams coming in, but they will uh, they will have finished fifth last week. Um, the girls actually finished fourth, but only I want to say three points out of second. So it was uh, one of those where you know it's it's very doable for them to uh, make it on to semi-state as a team. Um, it's de- definitely well within our grasp. Our, our sectional tends to be when it comes into the regional one of the one of the tougher of the sectionals feeding into our regional so we we do have high hopes for the girls and the boys will you know like i said just keep fighting and and see if they can stay alive one more week um i loved watching trey you know trey as a senior trey hall is is uh maybe not had quite the year that he he wanted to as far as you know, being all conference, I think last year, and and we just run in such a tough, tough conference. I mean, yeah. our our teams at the top <laughs> go down and finish and and compete at the state level. Right. So sometimes you feel like, again, you're you're kind of not where you want to be. But I mean, when you, when you kind of consider a lot of those guys will be there the very last Saturday of the year, um, you got to kind of you know remember that. And and you know, watching Trey compete last week, um, you know, kind of the He's, he's got to maybe just learn to not compete so hard at the beginning. And, and uh, I'm not a runner, so I don't know all that. But you can just you can just tell in the first mile he wanted to be right up there with the leaders, and um, which is great. Uh, but uh, you know, there's there's something about having something in the tank, and and I know coach has been working on him with him on that strategy of just kind of you know there's a there's a balance of of don't let them get away but you don't have to be right on their heels you know kind of that drafting and so yeah we're excited for both the boys and girls teams see where they where they fall tomorrow and and 
had high hopes, like we said. Well, and as you mentioned earlier in our discussion here, you've got a <laughs> you've got a whole raft of stuff ramping up. Girls start uh, basketball um, really soon. Uh, boys aren't far behind. I'm sure you got wrestlers already doing some stuff in there. I mean, winter is gearing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, before we get too far, Rusty, I will mention that the you know the the Boys tennis, those guys. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. And, I and, and Matt are playing tomorrow, and uh, don't want to forget about them. They've got a great chance uh, to. This is there's only there is no semi-state level in the individual part, so this is kind of the weekend before the state finals, um, and it's kind of hard to explain to non-tennis people. But long story <laughs> short, if you make it past this weekend, you have done something pretty pretty special, and we've had a lot of teams uh, that have been able to do it. It's been a while on the boys' side, uh, um, honestly. That so to have a team crack that uh, into the state finals weekend, um, so it'd be really exciting. Those guys are playing well, and but they've got some tough competition they're going to run into, and and uh, but there's no doubt they can do it. Um, you know, uh, we had a Ellie and Taylor were able to do it in the girls' side last year, kind of make a run, and and I'd say Easton and Matt are a very similar. Uh, duo, you know, some some really good athletes that are playing, you know, probably they would tell you their second or third sport, whatever that you know for them. I think both their second sport and and uh, but man, they're they're both athletic. They're big, strong kids, and if they put a day together where they serve well, I, I really have high hopes for them. And um, so we'll be excited and listening to that. And then girls volleyball has the sectional semifinal starting at eleven tomorrow morning. Um, and then the finals, if they would happen to win that, they play Laporte, who's uh, definitely one of the favorites, if not the favorite, out of our sectional this year. Uh, but uh, the finals then would be later that night. So, you know, those are the fall wrap-ups, I guess. And, and to back to your point, <laughs> you know, uh, what, what we have now with the state is called limited contact practices. So when you're out of season, they give you a period of time each, each season. So the fall season, the winter sports and the spring sports, can practice twice a week and and um you know with our multi-sport philosophy that's really tough because we have do have a lot of kids that maybe have their favorite sport and they want to go to that practice but you know finding that balance with the coaches communication with their players and uh we've done a pretty good job of that but uh yeah the that all ends on saturday but the winter sports when you feed into your pro when you feed into your season you can continue those practices so basically wrestling boys basketball uh, gymnastics, you know, we've had our gymnastics club. We're going to have a probably our best gymnastics team in a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, really high hopes there. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, the wrestling team is going to be really good. So, and and both the boys and girls programs are looking to build on on uh, some success towards the end of the year. And, and uh, well, obviously, our girls won a sectional last year. We get a host sectional this year with with an added South Bend, Washington team up in our, our sectional with uh, the uh, success factor. So, um, you know, there's some exciting things that will be coming up this winter. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough in our office to find that balance of, hey, we need to finish the fall strong, and, and, but we also need to get excited. And, you know, I'd be remiss. I mean, Coach Church has, has really built up a strong – swim program and, and yep. continues to, to lead them in, in a great direction. So, you know, they're excited about their season. They've set some high goals and to build on their success from last year. So yeah, it's going to be a great winter. And, uh, you know, when we get there, when we turn the corner after fall break here and, and officially close up the fall season, we'll, we'll, uh, 
we'll turn our heads to that. But um, I mean, for example, we had to move our girls' scrimmage. Uh, we I guess we haven't done the press release on that, but we host the girls' semi-state. No matter what happens, um, we're going to be a host school for that, and guess two Saturdays from now, and and so uh, that'll be at four and six thirty, I think. Well, we were scheduled to host our first. Uh, winter event that night, which was the girls' uh, basketball scrimmage. So we moved out to 11 a.m. and we'll have it in the morning, and and uh, we'll be ready to host a semi-state volleyball tournament. You know that night, so we'll be off and running on the winter very soon. I was going to say, you and the folks in your office, probably this time of year, you you feel like you're catching yourself coming and going. <laughs> it's you know you want to you, you want to be there for everybody and, and they just maybe don't you know what what if if you're a winter coach right now you're super excited right like let's right. get after yeah. this let's get off and uh you know in our office fall break and spring break are definitely ones where we we have to pause a little bit just to kind of catch our breath and so we're going to do that next week we'll be out of the office at least through thursday and then we'll be back friday uh for the hosting the the state tournament sectional first round against st joe and uh, we will be ready for all that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, uh, the show goes on even when we <laughs> do take those times to actually take a little bit of break. Because, I mean, if you could fast forward to winter break, right, we're going to host two big tournaments. Yep. We'll be playing games throughout. You know, I mean, kids will be in here all nonstop. It's, it's, it's just like the coach and the kids. Whatever sport you're in, it's probably not a big break for most of them, no. right? So, no. uh, and, and that's just kind of true most of those breaks for our office so so we try to find find little sections of those weeks just say we're going to pause for just a little bit too so um well man i appreciate you taking a pause to talk to me this afternoon it's always uh always fun and i i appreciate your time man yeah well we always appreciate you rusty covered and i know you've been doing a great job with those interviews in the morning on uh with with the young man they're coming in and um, we, we appreciate that. Well, that's um, fun. I like that. Those guys are yeah, fun. They are. And, and, you know, not to kind of wrap it up, I guess, you know, that's another thing that there's always good things that are going on with, with kids, but you know, the reading program that coach Hanley's kind of locked into and having our boys go out to the elementaries and read books. And now some of those kids are walking home with books, uh, because of that, you know, those are just little, little wins that are actually big wins. Right. And, yep. And, uh, so we love we love what we're seeing there. Coach Hanley's bringing someone in every Thursday to kind of you know hear a different voice, kind of say some of the same things, and and uh, maybe it's a past alumni or or just someone with a, a really cool story, or maybe it's one of their principals. I think it was the other day. So um, just appreciate you know all those little things that all of our coaches are doing, you know, at different times to to kind of help. Um, help round off our, our athletes and help them realize, you know, what this really is about, which is helping them become productive citizens that care about others. So, yep, exactly. Well, man, thanks for your time again. And, uh, uh-huh. I guess we'll see you in a little bit. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for asking. Plymouth AD Mike Delp, Michael Delp. I'm sorry. And, uh, you can uh, stay there cause we'll be right back with more of our, uh, pregame. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? 
The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter. And with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. John Oliver here with three very good reasons to have your vehicle serviced at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. First, regardless of make or model, we can repair or maintain your vehicle to factory specs using quality manufacturer's replacement parts. Second, Oliver Ford's factory trained technicians have years of experience, so they don't have to spend a lot of time or your money guessing what's wrong. Number three, we just make it so darn easy to do business with Oliver Ford. With pickup and shuttle services for our immediate area and loaner vehicles for overnight issues, we never leave you high and dry. And every service appointment includes a free car wash. Oh wait, that was four reasons, not three, proving you always get more at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth, where we tip our service hat to you. Take a rundown of all the games taking place in the area tonight. We'll start with the Hoosier North, as we usually do. And uh, Freeman and Glenn, both the middle of the pack at 2-2 two and two in the conference, both 4-4 four and four on the season. Both have a chance to move into that over 500 range, headed to the playoffs. Bremen is at Clay with a 7 o'clock start. And Glenn is hosting Washington, also a 7 o'clock start. Let's move to the Hoosier North, where LaVille has a hold of that first place spot. And North Judson is right behind the uh, Lancers at 6-0 on the year, 8-0 on the season. North Judson at 5-1, 7-1 on the season. Both Culver and Triton checking in at 3-3 and 5-3 on the season. And LaVille will uh, try to hold on to their top ranking. They're at Culver for a 7 o'clock start tonight. And Winnemac will be at Triton once again, a 7 o'clock start. Now let's move to the NLC where Northwood, well, they have a stranglehold on that top spot, unbeaten on the year. Mishawaka right behind them at 5-1 and 7-1. and, seven and one. Tonight, Concord will be at Plymouth for a 7 o'clock start. Goshen is at Northwood, also a 7 o'clock start. Mishawaka at Wawasee, once again, 7 o'clock, and 7 o'clock for Warsaw at Northridge. That's a rundown of the local teams in action tonight. Stay tuned. We have the Coca-Cola Coaches Show coming up next. Montgomery Wells Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. 
When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Culligan Soft Water Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Soft Water at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. Bill! What are you doing up there? I'm pouring the rain off the road! Pulling the rain off the roof, Bill. Yeah, because the gutters don't work anymore. Uh, Bill, you're using an electric blower in the middle of a thunderstorm. It's pouring down rain, dude. You need to call Atlas Gutters, Bill. Atlas Gutters. We drain the rain. Call 574-218-1865. That's 574-218-1865. Whoa, Bill! Yeah, Bill's going to be just fine because he's going to call Atlas Gutters because fall is ringing the doorbell and we'll leave behind leaves in your gutters that will cause heavy damage because wet leaves get heavy. And Atlas Gutters install gutter guard to protect your home from damage that comes with the changing seasons. Call Atlas Gutters today and get guarded. 574-218-1865. Atlas Gutters. We drain the rain. Bill. He's breathing. You okay? Kinda. Montgomery Wells Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. No matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and ductwork for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Plymouth Rocky Football is on the air. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, Bowman's Tin Shop, Master Tech, Marsha County REMC, Co-Alliance Propane, The Pilot News, Hoffman Brothers, Uncle Doug, Oliver Ford Lincoln, McCullough Real Estate, The Floor Store, Rochester Orthopedics, Montgomery Well Drilling and First Federal Savings Bank. 
Stay tuned. We'll head out to the field right after this. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936 3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. And welcome to uh, Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. It's Plymouth football. Final regular season game for the Rockies. And it's your last shot at getting that W in that column. And I know they'd really love to see that happen. They would, but tonight we got another tough NLC matchup. we got Concord coming in tonight. They're 3-5 and five overall, 2-4 and four in the conference. But, you know, some of their losses, they lost to Mishawaka 15-11. to 11. Northridge last a couple weeks ago in overtime by one point. Warsaw only 19 to nothing. They've played some really good teams really tough this year. And the other part of that, too, is they want to sling the ball around. They want to throw the ball. That was a problem last week. We'll see the adjustments they've made uh, in the, the secondary for that. But the other thing that we're going to be dealing with tonight is Xander Ramirez will be out uh, was injured late in the game last week, and he is in concussion protocols, I understand. So he will not be – he's uh, dressed but not in uniform. He'll be on the sideline but not eligible to play. That means Caden Millizer will be the starting quarterback tonight, and he's really been the backup all year, even though he started at wide receiver and linebacker. Just watch him in warm-up thrusts. He can throw the ball. He has such a tight spiral. He's got a good arm. I, it's windy tonight. It, it's going to be a challenge to throw tonight for either team, but uh, you're going to definitely want to, going left or, or right to left, you're going to want to throw that way. The wind is definitely an issue. Anybody who's been out, I haven't been for a while, thank God, but anybody who's been out, that wind is an issue right now. Well, we're looking at the smoke coming from our award-winning concession stand, and it's rolling across the field. And it, it's smelling pretty good, right? Oh, there. yeah. Yeah, I was coming back up here after making a a necessary trip, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was hard to walk by that concession stand. But actually, decent crowd tonight too. It is senior night, and so uh, they've honored the seniors here before the game, and uh, we'll be getting ready to start here in a while. But I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is that with a new starting quarterback, a lot of things change. I mean, Caden's been out there; he knows the plays, he knows. 
the plays from the wide receiver spot. He has not had a chance to take a lot of reps in practice, and that could be an issue. It really could be. Some timing could be off yes. a little bit, you know, and I've seen him working hard on that in pregame here, and I'm sure they worked all week knowing that Ramirez was going to be out. But it's going to be a different offense tonight, Rusty. I He throws a good ball. They may want to throw a little bit more. I got to be honest with you, that that uh, did hit my mind. I know when they were trying to decide which of these guys they wanted to give the ball to to start the year, the deciding factor was that Xander did a little bit better job reading what he needed to read to run the offense. He, he ran it just a little bit better. They like Caden. They like the way he can throw the football, but they like Xander so far as, as running the offense a little bit better, and that was a decision-making process. So we'll see what happens. I gotta, I gotta feel like you. It's gonna be a one of those games where they may throw a little bit they, more because it's more comfortable. They're gonna simplify the offense for him for yeah. this one game. Xander's done a great job all year. I mean, we've just praised him all year for yep. the effort he's put in. But they're gonna simplify the offense. Maybe make some quick runs. They might even go different formations with an I formation lead back. Uh, there's gonna be some wrinkles tonight. And I got to feel that they're going to give him a lot of short stuff early, trying to get him into it. But like you say, this offense is designed that those quick outs and those corner, the stuff that happens in the perimeter, it's pretty much a run play anyway. It is, but I'm sure Concord's seen our uh, game films all week and all, they're going to jump these routes. So we're going to have to be careful of that, but. Concord's really talented team, Rusty. Extremely talented team. They come in at three and five, but it is Concord. You know they got athletes. You know it. And once again, they got a lot of kids out there too. Their quarterback is a sophomore. Um, trying to take a quick look at their uh, starting. They got a lot of younger guys, but they got a lot of big linemen who've been around. So it's Concord. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be a battle. It's a rival. I mean, they always come in here tough. It. We looked it up. It's been three or four years since we beat them last. So it's, you know, tonight might be the night, Rusty. It's senior night, last home game, regular season. We do have a home game next week in our sectional. But all these kids, they they want to win a game. You hope that it's a different team that shows up tonight than did last week. I mean, that was a baffling thing is that you've made so many strides forward. And then last week just seemed like people were disengaged. And I don't know... Uh, I think Once that, again, that's what you, if you can figure that out, you're going to make a lot of money coaching. They're high school kids. I think they were still a little numb from the week before with Goshen. With such a tough loss, you know, in the last, basically last play of the game. And they were a little flat last week. And Northridge just came out and they jumped on us. And we just never could rebound. So we'll see what happens tonight. It's important that we get off to at least a good, solid start. We can't give up the big play right off the bat. A lot of games in progress now that are important around the area. They're having the, uh, well, they've already had the meeting at the uh, center. They're going to have a recreation of that. And number 68 for Concord, he just kind of sticks out. Or six, He's 6'8", 330. He's one of their <laughs> uh, captains. And he looks all of six, eight, and three, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, James Wilson. He is a he's a big boy. He is a big boy. And he's towering over everybody out he there. He is. So far as uh, locally, we've got uh, Knox will be in action. Well, they have already started. These games are in progress. Knox and Caston, North Judson. Last week, tough loss. At okay, tell me this. 
they were number three, I think, in 1A last week. They got beat by the number six team in 2A and dropped five spots. They're now number 11 in, in, in whatever. They're playing Pioneer tonight. That ought to be a good one. Yeah, that should be. It just depends on what teams are on. Rankings don't mean anything no. right now. LaVille is in action against Culver Community. They're number six in the state in 2A. They've lost their starting quarterback, so this is an important game to them. Culver comes in at, quietly at 5-3, and three. so you've got an opponent that, well, knowing Mike Zaner, they'll be ready to play. Yeah, you know that. I think that's at Culver, yep. Um, Mar- uh, Marion and South Bend St. Joe, once again, that's a opponent for the Rockies next week. St. Joe will be the sectional opponent right here. Uh, let's take a look at some others around. Triton is uh, at home with Winnemac tonight. That game underway. Glenn is playing South Bend, Washington. That game is well underway. Uh, it's going to be. I know that that this sounds weird, but I, Northwood Goshen, I think, could be interesting. I how so, Rusty? Because you just, lost me on that it's one. It's the last game of the year. Northwood's number two. I think they're going to stay number yeah, two. I, I don't <laughs> disagree with you, but I, you know. It, it's the coach in me. I'm trying to coach him up. Come on, you can win on any given night. Here's a good one. Warsaw and Northridge. Now that I agree with you. That will be a tough that's gonna be a tough one to call. They are live in the first quarter. We don't have a score yet, so we'll keep you updated on that one. Mishawaka has Wallace C. Uh Bremen is at South Bend Clay. That one uh, well on paper. You would think that Bremen would come away with a win there, but a lot of teams trying to stay over five hundred headed to the playoffs. And we'll keep you updated on those scores as they go along. Uh, don't forget, 574-307-6647. If you want to give us a text and let us uh, know where you're listening from, we'll give you a shout-out. Make sure you save that number, too, because we're going to give away a pizza at halftime. And we're just about ready to get underway. Concord will kick it off, and they kick a low-line drive. And on a second hop, Mackey will pick it up. He'll come forward. He's got a little bit of room, gets tripped up. And he'll come to the turf at about the 29, so it'll be first and 10 Plymouth there. And to start the first quarter, Plymouth's going directly into the wind, so it's going to be a lot harder to throw this first quarter for us. Caden Millizer, as we said, will come out. He'll be the starting quarterback tonight. Everything else pretty much the same so far as your uh, offensive starters go. It'll be Michael Gibbons, the running back. You've got... uh, McCrum in there for tonight. It's good to see him back. Senior able to get back on the field. Matt McCrum was injured uh, in preseason. He's back out there. The first play is a handoff to Gibbons up the middle. He's met by seven Concord defenders, and the ball comes popping out, but not until they've blown it dead. So, gain maybe, yeah, I'm going to call it nothing. It was the right at the uh, line of scrimmage, second and ten. Plymouth moving tempo. McCrum is the H-back. Gibbons the running back. Man in the slot to the right. Caden rolling to the left. Has a man open on the sideline. He can't bring it in. That's Max Lewandowski, and he was out there about the 45, just couldn't bring it down. Probably would have been a first down. Very That was a catchable ball. That was catchable. We need to catch those. That was a good throw out of the gate by Millizer. Caden, as I said in the pregame, he can throw the football, and they've been happy with that. Gibbons, the running back, man in the slot to the left. McCrum out there in that H-back position. Snap. Concord's coming. Millizer will throw it, and he threw back to the middle. The receiver went back to the sideline. So, miscommunication there. And Plymouth will have to punt it away on their first possession. 
Fourth and 10 from the 29, no gain on that whole series. And he had to get rid of that ball because Concord is bringing the house. He didn't have any time. Man, I'm kind of amazed he got it away. I don't know who was blitzing from that backside, but he was bearing down on him. And now Garrett will punt it away. And a slow snap. He was able to pick it up off the hop, and he'll kick a high one out to the 40. And what a recovery there by Bone Break. He's able to put his hands on the guy. And now Sheely will finish it off. Michael Sheely with a tackle on the punt return. It'll be at the 30. So the punt went to the 40, a loss of 10 on the return, and Concord will have it first and 10 right there. About a 32-yard punt into the win. So good uh, good special teams by Plymouth. And the thing about Garrett is he puts it in the air. He gives you a chance to cover it, too. So That was off a low snap, too. Real good recovery. One hop. Good job by the punter. Now coming out, it's the offense for Concord. The quarterback takes a snap. That is... Hudson glance and we have a whistle not sure what that is legal procedure legal procedure go the other way your players out there in the slot I think Koltukian I'm probably not Koltukian he is a player he is and he's the one I spotted before Rusty every game I try to pick one and definitely a division one caliber talent and he's going to be at tight end look at how small he looks so that tight end snap they'll pitch it on the jet action it's going to come the other way and he's gone it's going to be a touchdown emerson to shane oh and sheely chases him down from behind wow I don't think that emerson saw him i think he's going to catch something from the sideline because he just was he was running toward the middle of the field. If he would have stayed on the sideline, Sheely was on the other side. Yeah, he did not do anything to help himself on that run, but it'll be first and goal at the 10. Well, that that's a great hustle play by Sheely. Deshaun Emerson with a big gain, but still first and 10, first and goal. Handoff comes the other way. And that is going to be six there. So it just stopped it for a play. It was Titus Hackworth on the carry, and he'll take it in from 10. And that's a score. So at 10-44, Concord leads it six to nothing. Well, that's not the start we wanted, Rusty. There was nobody at that. They couldn't keep containment there. He went untouched in the end zone on the 10-yard line. That's kind of hard to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> he would have been the... Other runner would have been untouched if Sheely hadn't run him down from behind. So not a good start for the defense. The extra point will be uh, kicked oh, up, and boy, he got all of that one. He sure did. It's going to be good. He'll almost get out of here. That almost went off the scoreboard. So we know they got somebody who can kick it from deep. In any case, seven to nothing, Concord. We'll take a thirty-second break. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Back at Plymouth High School, Rockies will get another kickoff here as Concord is taking it to the house in their first two plays. Within not, two plays. Not the start we wanted. Three and out on offense and 
Unfortunately, that's been the MO, though. Almost everybody that's played us has scored on the first or second play of the game. I mean, it's becoming a broken record. I, I think they've seen game film. I think, you know, both their plays are the outside, and we didn't keep containment on either side. So I, I think they kind of have a game plan. It's been an issue getting to the outside and stopping guys from beating them to the corner. And the kickoff will be, once again, a high one. It's, it's going to go, go all the way into the end zone. It will be a touchback. Plymouth will have it first and 10 at the 20. So let's see if we can get something going on offense. If we don't, it's going to be a long night. Got to get something going here. Well, we've already got a Texan from our number one fan. Mark Lindsay's listening. Bremen, Indiana. Hello, Mark. Good for you, Mark. He uh, texts Go Big Red. And, well, good. I'm yeah. sure there was more than just Go Big Red. There but, was. Yeah, I, but that's not something we can talk about. No, nope, not at all. Yeah. So to be first and 10, Plymouth at the 20. Millizer brings them out. They'll have an empty set. Man to the slot on both sides. Two men in the slot on the right. Man in motion is Sheely. He'll take the jet handoff. He'll come around the right side. He's got some room. Turns the corner. Good play out there by the safety by Concord. That is Jacob Schmidt. He puts him down, but it's going to be good enough for a first down as Sheely will pick up 10. Nice play. I mean, that that's what they need to do. Those are really simple plays, but testing uh, Concord's outside right off the bat. Well, I got a feeling they're going to be good. Now, they're only they're playing one high safety here, so I don't think they're looking. They've got single coverage out here on the right side. Trips that way. Snap right up Whoa. the middle. Millizer was just stood up and driven back. Tried to run up the middle, and he just got popped. He did. No chance there, and that was a designed run. Never had a chance. Maybe lost a half a yard there, Rusty. There was absolutely nothing there but white jerseys by the time he took the snap. So, second and ten. And Sheely will come on with the play. Plymouth out of the huddle. Once again, you made the point in the pregame. This is going to be a simplified offense, too, with Millizer at the quarterback position. Now, Sheely in jet motion again. They'll hand it off. No, they didn't hand it off. Fumble. It was a tough on the exchange. Millizer thought Sheely was taking it. Sheely thought Millizer was pulling it. And the fumble on the ground covered by Concord will be first and 10 at the 25. Well, Sheely would have got that ball. He would have been tackled for about a five-yard loss. He had so. nothing but white shirts in front of him trying to get to that outside. And now uh, Millizer over on the sideline. Adam Hanley took him aside right away as a teaching moment. Now Bob Garrity talking to him, but trying to help him know what he's seeing. Men in the slots of both sides for Concord here. Single running back, snap, and they will hand it to that single running back, and that is Hackworth, and he'll be taken down, gain him a couple. It's okay. They played that well. So Garrett will get the tackle on that. And it'll be second down, pickup of two, second and eight. They got to make a stop, Rusty. You just can't keep yeah, you can't, getting down. No, you can't keep getting behind further and further. Trips to the right side. Single running back is Hackworth. And uh, Hudson Glance take the snap. He'll hand it off straight up the middle. And nice play there by the defensive line as they'll hold him pushing back. He'll pick up a couple. Be all the way down to the 18. 
got about third and three and boy concord splits are just tight i mean they're just right on top of each yeah. other and they're they're so big across that front line offensive line yeah the splits are tighter than i thought i mean think about it they want to sling the ball around and you don't usually do that with foot I mean, to they, foot they're foot to foot they now. are really tight now they got trips to the right single receiver to the left running back hackworth will take it he tries to get outside he okay. slowed down out there by Mackey coming up from that safety spot. They'll tackle him. It'll be fourth and three. And Mackey did a good job cutting it or making it go to the, uh, the middle, and that's what he needs to do. We we Right here, we got a chance for a stop, Rusty. Fourth down and three. 8.20 to play in the first. Concord leads at seven to nothing. Waiting for the play from the sideline. Still a lot of time on the play clock. Still 20 seconds. Game clock running at eight minutes. Quarterback glance is ready. He's got Hackworth on one side and a lead blocker on the other. And a Stopped nice him. play. It's Carter Bush. Carter Bush comes knifing through there. He almost took the handoff. So a big play for the Plymouth linebacker. Turns it over on downs, and the Rockies will have it back. That's exactly what they need. It looked like Concord got a little conservative there. Kind of surprised me with their play calling. Yeah, I, that's not normal kind of Well, <laughs> great stop by playing. They needed that. You know, they need a little life in this uh, program right now. Well, your defense needs that life, too. They've had a rough year. They need to have some success. And so now they're trying to get the last receiver on, which is Hayden Graham O'Brien, filling in in that slot that Millizer would be in. Now Plymouth going to be forced to take a timeout as – They'll have okay. to take care of some things with some personnel. So we'll take a quick break. It is seven to nothing. Concord. We'll be back after this. Play. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission. Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Joe McKee. I forgot my name there for a minute. <sighs> um, uh, Plymouth with it. They'll have it first and 10 at the 20. Forced to call a timeout here. They didn't have the right personnel, so... Rusty, sure. we, got, we got the right boys texting in saying, uh, yeah, I saw go that. Big Red, go Bears. So I can't believe they can still say go Bears. Well, last, that was a tough game last night. We talked about that before the game. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yes, it definitely was all of that. Empty backfield, man in motion. Uh, Sheely, and I think Millizer mishandled the snap. He'll get back. Just behind the line of scrimmage, he'll lose one. The timing was off there a little bit, too. Now they're running tempo. Back quickly. Nobody in the backfield. Millizer to throw. He'll take it and run. Breaks Oh, it. oh boy. He had a lot of green space he in front of him. I didn't see who did. threw a hand out there, but they tripped him as he came through the line. Got a yard. That would have been a big game because there was no Concord player there. He had at least... 30 yards between him and the nearest white jersey. He was all the way down covering the receiver that was down around the 45-50, and he 
just got tripped up as, at the line as he was coming through. Third and 10, 7-09 to play. Empty backfield again. Snap, Millheiser looking to throw. He's got a man over got the him. middle, and I think he dropped it. Incomplete pass. It was intended for Hayden Graham O'Brien. He couldn't hold it, couldn't hold it and it's fourth and ten. It's a good pass, Rusty. That hitting right, right, on him. right on the numbers. That's one you got. It might have been a hair short of the first down, but it would have been close. Would have been a positive play, which at this point, that's. He's thrown two good balls so far. He has. Punt time now. Justin, get another low snap. He'll get it away. A low line drive takes a oh, good takes bounce. a great bounce. Peyton Bonebreak will down it at about the Concord 43. A 37-yard punt. Be first and 10. And Concord will have another shot at it. They scored quickly on their first possession, second possession. Plymouth got a four or three and out or four and out. Got a turnover on downs. And so they'll have it back first and 10. Well, we'll see if Concord opens the playbook a little more here on this series. Lumball Nation checking in already from Ludington. Hello, guys. Glad to have you in. Glant. We have good fans. Rusty. We do have good fans. Hudson Glance takes a snap, looking to throw for the first time. as a man wide open in the flat, but he is hit immediately by Michael Sheely out there in coverage. It's going to be close to a first down. I think they gave it to him. And they're going to give it to him. So it'll be first and 10 in Plymouth territory at the 46. Glance has Hackwork next to him in the backfield. Trips to the left. Back to throw. Looking for somebody. Spin and a roll back to the right. Oh, and McCrum had him for a second. But, boy, he can. He's that, shifty. He's a sophomore. Rusty he young. is a sophomore. Let me make, be sure of that. But he, he looks like a young friend Tarkington out Hudson, there. <laughs> Hudson Glance, sophomore, six foot one eighty six. He's he's got a little wiggle to his game. He sure does. This play comes in from the sideline. You've got Coltukian and uh, Connor Moore. Uh, having trouble seeing in the dark. Connor Morris in the slot. Koltukin will go in motion. He'll take the jet handoff. He'll get tackled quickly. Maybe a yard. Be third down and five. Third and five. That's, that's a good job by the defense. And Jeske, who has taken over that defensive end spot the last few weeks, and he makes a tackle on that one. So third and five football put down at the 41. And you've got a man offside here on the end. There they go. Back. There. I'm going to say, you got a flag here. Your wide receiver lined up offside. I think Coach uh, saw that right off the bat and informed the referee on I that I hope one. he did. So that'll be third and ten as they'll move it back five. Still got to think they're in four-down territory, Rusty, with the lead. I don't know why not. Plymouth side of the field. Play comes in. Glance will come to the sideline. He's looking for some more over there. I don't know what else they have to do. Hackworth will be the running back. They've got slots on both sides with wide receivers. Plymouth looks like they're sending somebody. Bush keeps running up there. He'll stay back. Glance to throw. He's looking deep. Has a man coming back on a comeback Good route. Play. Good play by the defense. 
Yeah, Sheely. Sheely out there. I think they got him at the corner tonight with McCrum at that linebacker spot. Well, that was a solid play by Sheely. Sheely has got that speed out there. He's a receiver himself. He likes the defensive side of the football. He's a big, strong kid. He can run with those wide receivers, though. So they've got him out He's there in the safety. It. And Glance is going to punt it away. It's a quick kick, high in the air. It'll send oh. Mackey back, and he falls on his back with it. It's a five. Called for a fair catch and caught it falling back on his back. Hey, let's say that was a great catch. But it it might, was. Might be one of those ones you try to take uh, the chance that it rolls in the end zone, though. I think that might have been a. That was a great catch. Was a great <laughs> catch. Was a hard catch. Basically dove backwards and made the catch, but it's going to be at the seven now. So Plymouth backed up right in the shadow of their own end zone. And Caden Millizer has had very little success here early. It's seven to nothing. Concord with the lead. 457 to play. The one good thing here is that your defense looks defense solid. Stepped up the last two series. Other than the first two plays, they look good. <laughs> Snap takes a handoff. Boy. He just, yeah, there, there's no chance for him right there. Not a chance on that running play as it'll be a loss of one. Millizer faked the handoff to Givens up the middle and then just ran into a wall of white jerseys. And Plymouth's going to have to realize that and do some kind of, uh, boy, they're going to have to do some changes here. Well, defensively, you've got some very, very big boys up there in the front. And they look athletic, too. They do. Uh, don't think there's one under 200. Thomas is 190. One with backup. Gibbons a running back. Trips to the right. Single receiver to the left. Looking to throw to the left. Close threw it right into the hands. That's where Concord is jumping that route. They kind of knew what was going to come there. James Lewis jumped the route and just missed taking that one. He only had about five yards to walk for a touchdown. That definitely would have been a pick six. Third and 11. See what third and 11 plays you got in the playbook here. The offense has, well, you got a new quarterback. It's going to take a little bit to figure this out. Gibbons, snap. Millizer to throw. Throws a screen. Nice catch by Gibbons. Breaks a tackle. Oh, He's going to get a first think down. He is. Michael Gibbons gets the ball in space, breaks a tackle, gets 12, and it's first and 10 Plymouth. Great play call by Plymouth. You know, take advantage of Concord being so aggressive up front. Carter Bush going to come on. Now they've been with Bush and uh, McCrum. They've gone a little bit heavy tonight. I mean that. They put that H back in. The guy, the fullback that they run right behind the guard. Snap, they'll hand it to Gibbons. He is eating up. Almost before he got the handoff, somehow I think he got a yard. Yep. Just that read option, and he just didn't – he almost didn't get the handoff. Yeah, they're going to have to make some – Your uh, offensive line needs to step up here because they're getting beat like a drum. I, I can't say it any other way. No, they're just getting beat on every play. They're getting manhandled right now. Mill Eisner will bring him out of the huddle. Open backfield. Well, actually, Gibbons is back there. You've got uh, McCrum off to the left just a little bit out. He'll be in the pass pattern. Quick throw. What a play by Millizer. He gets it out to Sills. That's going to be close to a first down, too. 
Caden did not see Sills. He was not even close to even making his break on the route, and he threw it to the spot he was supposed to be, and guess what? David Sills was there and made the catch. And again, he threw a tight spiral right on the money. So manageable third and three or so. This is exactly what you needed was to have a manageable third down situation. Givens a running back just to the right of Millizer's man in the slot to the right, single receiver to the left. He'll roll to the left. Better get rid of it. it. Oh, that just had nothing but disaster written all over it. There's yeah. nobody broke off a right. He had nobody to throw to, Rest Him he looking downfield, nobody broke off. He, he had just, nobody to throw to. It wouldn't have mattered because he got hit before he could even yeah. look for him. So uh, sack on the play, it'll be fourth down and 15. And Plymouth will punt it away from the 14-yard line. Man, that one really hurt because a couple first downs, we, you know, flip-flopped the field position a little bit, but now we're back. Snap, they send the house on this one. They've seen two low snaps. That one was a good one, and it'll come out to the 45. A return will have some room, and Bill Iser will wrap him up. That is number 84, and that is uh, Sharice Brevard. First and ten. For First and ten. Concord at the thirty. You're off. The good thing about that set was that they found some things that worked. They did. Yep. So hopefully it'll keep building. I mean, you got you got this situation where the guy who's been your guy, number three in the NLC in both rushing and passing yards, is on the sideline tonight. Xander Ramirez, Caden Millis are filling in. Normally the wide receiver. Quick pass by glance out here to Koltukian. He's going to get back to the middle, just a little screen, and Koltukian is a gigantic human being. <laughs> and he, he runs pretty good. Too. His brother was amazing. And Armin Koltukian, he's a senior, 6'1", 205. They list him at 205. I, he's put together. They list him at 6'1". I don't think he's 6'1". I think he's a little taller than that, too. But he'll move over to the right side now as they have trips there. Single receiver here to the left, and Glance will bring him out, ready to go. First and 10, football at the 17, 128 to play in the first. Concord leads at 7 to nothing. Plum ascending pressure. Hackworth oh. breaks a tackle. He'll walk into the end zone. Hey, well, Everybody they, was coming forward. Boy, they had him for a three-yard loss, Russ. He just kind of hurtled the Plymouth defender, and then nobody was there. Everybody's selling out to the run, and so six more makes it 13 to nothing, 119 to play in the first. Extra point will come up here in a moment, trying to make it 14. And we saw his, he's, he's got plenty of leg. It's Wells Moore, Shimon Wells Moore, and he'll put it through again. And it's 14 to nothing. So we will head to the timeout with Plymouth trailing at 14 to nothing. Want to know how the big game's going to turn out Friday? Well, tune in to WTCA, AM 1050, FM 106.1, and find out straight from the coach's mouth. Thursday night lights, we visit with every one of the high school football coaches in Marshall County to talk about their big game coming up on Friday night. 7 o'clock Thursday night, Thursday night lights, right here on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee as we get ready to 
kick it off. Minute 19 to play in the first quarter. It's 14 to nothing. Concord with the lead. Plymouth unable to do anything on the offensive end so far. We'll see what they can do with it this time as Concord will kick it away. Sam Rich, the kicker. For the Minutemen. And he'll kick a low-line drive. Mackey's going to pick it up on the hop. He'll come forward. It's at the uh, 25, driven down about the 28. Plymouth will start there, first and 10. Offensively, they got to make some kind of adjustments, Rusty. They're running up the middle. It's probably not going to be there tonight. So what do you do from there? you got to figure something you out. you got to figure something out. And, you know, they've had some nice pass plays that hit the receivers in the hands. So maybe that's where they go. You got your tackles up front, Army Lance at 6'1", 260. And then right next to him at that other ta uh, spot, Lance. <laughs> Good luck. I, I don't know. He, he's uh, 6'1", 260. Pa or, uh, pass okay. out here. Uh, Sheely has it. He'll bring it out to close to a first down. Same play. We got a first down before two series ago. Just a little jet sweep to the right. And Sheila made a nice cut and got a nice nine-yard gain. So it'll be second and one. Football put down at the 37. Coach Wolf is listening in Moab, Utah. Moab, Utah. That Why are you in Moab, Utah, man? That sounds made up. I don't know. That's... Uh, Okay, uh, 7-1, snap. Jet action to Sheely again. He's knocked down in the backfield. Is, boy, they had three guys pushing their blockers back there. There's just nowhere for him to go. He's knocked down. It'll be a loss of about six. It'll be third down and six. That play looks stronger running to the right. Just middle note there, Rusty. <laughs> Same play. Just, <laughs> yeah. just ran to the, just ran to the left. Yeah. And Guess we need to run it to the right next time. Lou Crew listening from the chilly shores of Lake Michigan. Oh. And that's going to end the first quarter. So we will take a break. We come back. We'll have quarter number two. Plymouth with the football. They trail it 14 to nothing. You're listening to Rocky Football on WTCA in Plymouth. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with a constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. back. Okay, I got to see this. Coach Wolf said, okay, now you know why he's in Moab, Utah. He sent me a photo. Beautiful. He really is. Yeah, he really is. And it, Okay, I get it now. 
I get it now. Beautiful okay. picture. It is a great picture. So thank you. Uh, that, and that thanks for me, listening. Yeah, it, it makes you <laughs> feel better about your sanity, Coach. It really does. Uh, no eyes are ready to go. Empty backfield. Trips to the right. Man in the slot to the left. Snap. Looking to throw to the left. Has a man open, and he can't bring it in. Ventusen. He's got to make that catch. He does. That right went right there. through his hands. I mean, it's about head high, but it went through his hands. So it will be second. Or wait a minute. Third down. You know, Millizer's ball has a little more zip on it than Xander or Xander's did. Okay, we've got a situation here. Board says third down, and they're back to kick. So I got to believe it's fourth because that's what's on fourth. the thing at the other end. So Garrett ready to go. Man just coming on just in time for the snap. Garrett will get it away. Boy, they've decided to come and get it, and he just booms one. Oh, bouncing at the 20 all the way down to the 15. And somehow he gets out of That's that, and trouble. it's going to be six. That's if he gets, be unless somebody can run him down, he's going to score. That is number 84. That is Sharice Bard, and he will score. Had him all the way down at the 15, some guys around him, and they never, never touched him. So he will juke and jam and go all the way for a score. And it is now 20. Oh, there is a flag down Ooh, there. I see it. Oh. Wow. Now we know why. Yeah, we do. We that's know why now. That's the reason why. So that's good news. We'll come back, and they'll have to take it over. It'll be probably right about the 15 where he caught it. You know, we were worried about Mackenzie Umball last week because we didn't hear from her. Yes, how's she but doing today? She, she is traveling right now. Going listen. to Lexington, Kentucky. Listen to us. So I... I believe they're in some kind of music jam or podcast or something but thanks for listening the kid appreciate it i always listen to hair nation rusty you know that i know when you we do. go to the way we games. go to the away yeah. games yeah yeah i've got poison and motley crew yeah. yeah 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 so mckenzie we aren't poison or motley crew well we might be poison back in the 80s we <laughs> might have been yeah so the six comes off the board. That's the good news. The other good news is they move it all the way back to the 14. So it'll be first and 10 Concord there. Two running backs in the backfield, Koltukian and Hackward. Plymouth looks like they're sending pressure. Koltukian goes in motion. They're going to throw. Going down oh, the right side, geez. man, all alone. Nobody anywhere near him. And it's Sheely might, might catch him again. And he... Oh, just shy of it almost caused a fumble. Michael Sheely almost ran him down from the opposite side of the field all the way to the end. Great hustle. Didn't stop it, but what hustle from Sheely. He was I didn't think anybody had a shot at getting nope, him. No, he had a good angle and he tried to strip the ball right in the goal line, and you know, bad things happen when that happens. So he boy, great hustle on senior now. He's a senior, right? Yeah, he, he is. Putting it out there, obviously. Connor Morris caught it about the 50. Nobody was within 20 yards of him, and somehow Sheely ran him down from behind. Almost made another touchdown saving play. Snap is down. The kick is up. And so it was just a matter of time, I guess, before they put it on. But it's 21 to nothing now with Concord having the lead. We've got 11-20 here before half, and we'll keep it here right now. I, you just got to figure something out here. And I, I feel 
I feel for Millizer because he's in a tough situation, and they know it on the other sideline. They do, and you know we've had offensive struggles all year. We, sure. we we've moved the ball between the twenties, you know, fairly well through a lot of games, but then kind of stalled. And tonight's really no difference. We had some nice plays, but overall we're just getting too much penetration up the middle, and there's just not a lot of plays they can run right now. And the ones they do run, I mean, the receivers got to bring those in. They do. There's been at least three or four balls that should have been caught. I mean, they're right there, and you hope your receivers make that catch. And let's make it clear, those weren't going to be touchdown catches by any stretch of the imagination. But any positive you get to build on here in this situation is you got to have it. Yeah, they would have been right around the first down markers each time. So we've talked about the margin of error over and over again for this team. It's, it's just so tiny, the slightest step out of place. Yeah. They, and it's, it's, a, it, it's a problem. They need to find ways not to lose. I mean, they're, they're not finding ways to win, but they need to do the things not to let them lose and, you know, dropping <laughs> open passes, penalties, things like big plays that just, boy, that one's going to go way. Yeah. It's going to go way out of the back of the end zone. Concord will kick it out the back of the end zone. Plymouth will take over first and 10 of the 20. 11-20 to play in the half. You remember Jacob LaFree? He used to oh, yeah. kick a uh, pass the end zone. I mean, my goodness. He, uh, where was he playing the last time I heard? Um, I'm thinking since. I'm not. One of the Philadelphia schools, I think. It was either. Uh, uh, if anybody knows that, text in. I remember because he, he, uh, he ended up at. Uh, Temple, I think, wasn't it? That sounds maybe right, but boy, he had a big leg. I know it was one of the Philadelphia schools. I think it was Temple that he ended up at. He was big leg. a kicker. He was. Millizer hands it to Gibbons. A big hole. Nice job. Well, we haven't seen the offensive line block that that well all year. Great that, job. Running to the right there behind Umball. Nice hole by Umball. There you go, Umball Nation. Umball Nation. Give him a pat on the back there. Uh, okay, Mackenzie said, feel, feel, feel free to let, uh, I think she has my sons mixed up. Nate, uh, Benji, know that uh, he can get on him, <laughs> get after him to dial it up. Mackenzie so. needs to keep her eyes on the road. Will <laughs> eyes are ready. Gibbons a running back. He'll hand it to him I again. Mean. That one's stuffed. But he still is able to push forward. Maybe eh, he's going to lose a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think we went backwards there, Rusty. Looked like he might have fallen forward for at least no game, but he lost maybe half a yard, so it'll be third and four. See, that's been the story this year so far. You know, you got one good play, and then you got one bad one. Yeah. Then you get another. Let's hope this is alternating. This is a good one. 10-14 to play here in the half. 21-0 Concord. Plymouth with the football. Third down and four. Gibbons, a running back, man in the slot to the left. Is Van Dusen snap? Concord's He'll throw coming. to the right and off the hands of Sheely out there in the flat. So, would have been a first down. Would have been extremely close to a first down, but he couldn't bring it in. So, it'll be third and, or fourth and four. And Lumble will have to punt it away again. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, he's left handed. He's got a. Really tight spiral. He throws a hard ball. I, I think the receiver just aren't well, used to that right that's now. That's the other part that you have is that catching a ball from another quarterback is not. It's totally different. When you've caught it from a one guy all year and it's coming at you different. High spiraling kick. 
It'll bounce and be out of bounds on the Concord side at about the 43. And that's the thing. The ball comes out of every quarterback's hand differently. And the spin is different. The look is everything about it is different. And you got to get used to that. But still, we need to, our receivers need to adapt to it. Need to figure that out. He's given it to them where they can handle it. So you got to make the catch. Probably need to flip that uh, down marker over. It says third down across the way. Looks good to me. Looks good to me. I think we'll take it. Now they change it. First and 10 football at the 43. Boy, we're playing soft, Rusty. Yeah, they are. We're only rushing three. And we're back. Linebackers at the 50. Line of scrimmage was 43. They'll pitch it out here on a some kind. Of, it's kind of a screen out there to uh, to Sean Emerson. He'll come close to a first down. They'll put it down at the 48 of Plymouth. So they're across into Plymouth territory, second and one. Now they're going to bring them in tighter. They had the yeah. You're right. They had the linebackers like seven yards off they the did. line. Now they're coming forward in the middle. They're bringing pressure, and it's a run. Hanaszewski had his hands on him. Now he gets away, but Garrett will clean it up along with who else is out there. It looks like McCrum. Yep, Garrett and McCrum clean it up. Hanaszewski forced it that way. So no first down. It'll be Oh, they're going to give him first down yardage. He made just one. He just barely got it. So it'll be at the 46, first and 10 Concord. Pistol formation here. Glance with the running back Hackworth behind him. Slots on both sides. They'll hand it to Hackworth. He'll go through the middle. Gets into the secondary. He'll get drugged down out there. And Carter Bush. I think that's Carter Bush. It ended up being able to bring him to the ground. It's going to be close to another first down. But Second and one again. Linebackers were playing so deep, Rusty. I mean, he was to the well, he was at the linebacker at seven yards. I mean Yeah. Now they're coming forward a little bit. They've shown the desire to bring pressure in the middle. Now, Carter Bush up there again. He'll back out. Man in motion is Koltukian. They'll fake the jet action, and Glance keeps it. Weaves his way through the defenders, and he'll have six, as nobody will be close enough to touch him. So another one over the end line, 841 to play, and Concord at 27 now to nothing. Yeah, I, I, nobody touched him, Rusty. They were just... Came through, faked that handoff to Koltukian on the jet action. Everybody went that way. He weaved his way through a couple of guys that were hung up, and there was nobody that even came close to touching him. So a first uh, touchdown goes 27 to nothing. Extra point. Snap is down. Kick is up. Plenty of distance, and it is right through the middle. I'll make it 28 to nothing. 841 to play in a half. Back after this. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations, but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574 936 
Culligan Soft Water Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Soft Water at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. <coughs> Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee as the Rockies will get another kickoff here. They trail it 28 to nothing. Concord will kick it off. Plymouth will have another shot. You know, you really got to have something positive going into halftime. You at do. All. You've got to do something. You want to put a couple first downs together and just, if anything, keep Concord's offense off the field. I don't have any stats, but we have to have – we got to have less than 50 yards of total. Oh, I, right I sure now. think so. I think we probably had about three first downs. We had a couple of nice, sweet plays by Sheely, and but we've had several plays for a loss, too. So the kickoff forthcoming, it'll be Mackey and Sheely back. I wouldn't mind seeing Sheely get a hold of this, have a chance to run it back. As we've seen, he's got a little bit of speed. They're not going to give it. Oh, they're going to kick it to Mackey. He'll get it at the five. He comes forward at the 15. He's got some room on the outside, breaks a tackle, and he'll be run down about the 25. So nice job closing the hole that opened. Mackey is able to get a decent return, and it'll be first and 10 Plymouth. Yeah, it looked like there for a little bit he's going to get more from that return than what he actually got, but still nice return, 25-yard line. And I, Blake's not happy with himself, and I understand because he's, he's thinking about, man, if I had just turned and run straight ahead instead of trying to beat somebody in the corner, I might have gotten more. Millizer brings him out of the huddle, empty set, trips to the left, man in the slot to the right. He'll take it, quarterback draw. He's got some room. He'll be down okay. about the 32. Positive play, picks up six. It'll be second down and four. Again, that's an easy play that's taking advantage of Concord's aggressiveness on the front line. Play comes on in the form of Hayden Graham O'Brien playing wide receiver tonight with Mac or with uh, Millizer. I'm glad I haven't called uh, Caden Blake yet tonight, but it might come before you it's just over with. Jinx yourself. Man in motion, and Millizer will keep it. Makes a man miss. Nice move. He's into the 50. He's at the 45. Good block out there by Lewandowski. And he'll get the man on the corner off of him long enough for Millizer to be all the way down to the 20. And that's exactly the shot in the army needed. It really was. And it's a good job by the Plymouth uh, receiver for not doing a block in the back. Exactly. He held up because that was, boy, he was close, but he didn't. So Max Lewandowski was out in front of that and made a really nice open field block. You don't have to put a guy down, no. and he knows that. He stayed in front and then didn't hit him in the back. When he turned, he backed off. So a real good job. Timeout Concord. We got him on their heels. Right there. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, first and 10 football at the 20 i tell you what i just i just want to see these guys do well yes. they work so hard and they they really have this year you know the side and look at the sideline they were running with him down the sideline the whole team was you know engaged in the play and you don't see that especially with no. eight teams no and nobody you know i i have the ability or the I guess the pleasure 
of watching these teams. I'll go out to the summer games and take because I cover for the paper. I'll get mm -hmm. photos because everybody loves to see photos. Yes, and I get a chance to see them play early and see them play through these decisions that are making. And it just comes down to if you'd seen these guys in the summertime, you would be amazed at how far they have come in just that amount of time. And I can't help but believe it's going to continue when you got what you were talking about, when you got guys running down the sideline with you and getting excited when you're down 28 to nothing, that's the hardest thing to do is to keep guys engaged. Yes. I mean, coaching staff's done a great job of that this year. Mill are in the empty backfield again, trips to the right man in the slot shield to the left. He'll move across. They'll hand it to him on jet. He makes a man miss, makes another man miss. He gets swung down, but he'll get three or four. They'll put him at the 17. It'll be second down. If we get three yards every play, Rusty, we will lose a game. Running tempo again. Bill Eyes are ready to go. He'll take the snap. Brings it up. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. 77 blew that up before oh. it ever stopped. Lance Army was waiting for Bill Eyser two yards deep in the backfield. That looked like an old Plymouth 77 play there. <laughs> Didn't you wear 77? I, I did, Justin. <laughs> I got to say, all, I, I had graduated before you came along, but I had heard from all those guys, my brother and everybody, that you were you were, uh, you were the glue that held that team together. Yeah, <laughs> Elmer's. <laughs> 653 and counting. Millizer has him out third and eight. We got a whistle. Don't know what this is about. Concord's going to call another Got a little out. confused right now. I don't think they want to give up a score, Russ. Be honest. Got to be honest with you, especially before halftime. Yeah. As the game goes on, it's not. But right now, you really. You still got your starters in there. You know, second half, the starters may not be in there. They don't want to give up a point. But the thing is, I mean, their head coach. Uh, I'm trying to remember his first name. Coach Kohler. He's been around the block. He knows what he's doing. What he's thinking right now, I know, is that right now my starters are out there. We got to keep yeah. the foot on the gas because next week we've got a tournament game and it's one and done. Yep. And oh, you this... can't just turn it on and off. So he's wanting to make sure that his guys understand it's ain't over. It's not even close. And that's a hard thing to teach guys when they're having their way that they can't just relax. Right. Because then the other team starts to have their way. So let's hope that let's hope that, that happens here. Third down and eight. Football at the 18. Empty backfield again. Man in motion. Mill Eiser to the man's opening and missed it. A little bit low. Boy, it was too. He had him. He could have hit Van It was Van Dusen. If he could have hit him in stride, it was six easy. And that's the first ball he's thrown off target, Rusty. It was. Yeah, maybe he was too open. Oh, he drive field goal. Win behind you. Well, Carrillo, I saw him kicking. I was Absolutely. thinking to myself, this is exactly his distance. About a 35-yard field goal. Yards, he was in warm-up. He was capable of this pretty consistently. So they're going to make, uh, make an attempt here for field goal. It's going to be 35 yards. Carrillo kicks it right into the line, and Concord has it. They're trying to run it out of there. He kicked it directly into the line. That looked like a Justin Fields pass. Sorry. <laughs> Garrett, that one was for you. That was for Garrett. Uh, yeah. Gulf Shores, Alabama. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, that's Mark and Shelley record. 
Is it? I think so. Well, 28 to nothing. The score. 640 to play in the first half. Concord with the football, and it'll be Hudson Gantz, the quarterback, man in motion, snap, fake on the jet action to Coltuki, and he's going to throw deep. It's going to be short. Oh, what a play by your receiver. He got a catch. That was – he saw the throw was short, came back, and left his – that was just a perfect job by your receiver. They really they made a good adjustment to the ball. It was thrown, like I said, up too high, and the wind kind of caught it, but we need to look back on that ball. Caden Folk making a nice play. Gantz ready, snap. He'll hand it off to the running back, Hackworth. And he is down at the – they're going to put him at the four, 39. Yeah, that's where they're going to put him. It's a nice spot. Second and five. Football at the 39. 558 and counting here in the first half. It's 28 to nothing. Concord, we got a whistle and they're stopping. We've got, yeah, I think we got a cramp here. Lineman has gone down. Let's see if we can get a number here. And I I'm sure that's what it is. He's trying to Yeah, he was kind of favoring that. Uh we got up and tried to walk it off. Just couldn't do it, I don't think. They're gonna bring the training staff out to look at him when we start play again. It'll be second and five. Football at the 39. They're going to take a look at him. It might be his knee. I say, I don't think that's a cramp looking at him, Rusty. They're looking at his knee. The way he was rolling around, that's what it usually looks like when a guy's trying to get that cramp stretched out, but they're looking at his knee. I can't get a number. It's going to be 67. They're going to be able to walk him off. Thank goodness. Cameron Lewis will go to the sideline. And uh, it'll be second and five at the 39. Be nice to keep him out of the end zone before half, Rusty. It definitely would. Defense have shown that they can make stops. They just need to be uh, patient. and uh... They have made several stops. Need to be a little more disciplined. I yeah. Concord ready to go. Quarterback glance. Two men in the backfield. Coltukian and Hackworth won't give it to either. He'll roll to the right. There you go. Nice play. Justin Garrett came through untouched and gets the big sack. A loss of uh, 10. He'll be all the way back to the 48. Play just took a little too long to develop. The Concord receiver, that was a double move, and he was breaking open, but just great pressure by the Plymouth line. I don't know that anybody got Garrett. I think he went right by that guy, and I'll tell you, he had to take a trip to a different zip code. Makai Hall, he's 340. Pitch goes out to the outside, and it's no good. Yeah, Garrett must have had to take a train around him to make connection in the backfield. He is a huge that's really the guy is. you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, oh, he sticks out. Six eight three thirty. He is every bit of that. He's like that movie, The Blind Side, that you watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is. He is a big gentleman. Five oh seven to play in the half. Twenty eight nothing, and Concord will punt for the first time tonight. Mackey back to receive it. 
man in motion on the punt, and the snap is dropped and just off. And Mackey will have it hit the ground. It'll bounce all the way back out to the 12. Glad he didn't try to catch that one. You know, that, that's he great. Traffic. He let that go. That's fine. But once you let it go, he's got to get out of there. Yeah. Those balls, that can take a funny bounce and bad things can happen. Yeah. What's the word they use? Different teams have different things. Plymouth was always Peter, wasn't it? You'd hear everybody on the sideline yelling Peter. Never to heard get away. Oh, that was what that was. Every time I was down there, everybody would be yelling Peter, 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 because they wanted to get away from the ball. I just yell, "Get away, get away, get away!" I because well, what if you got a kid you know, named Peter down you're, there? You're that stuck. kind of a guy, Joe. You just cut right to the chase. There's uh-huh. no, there's no fooling around with you. Simplify things. Right there, Bill Heiser ready to go. He takes the snap, looks to the left, oh, double face, move, and she has some room and just can't run under it. Had a tiny little bit of separation. Millizer threw a good ball out there. Sheely just couldn't quite run under a tough catch, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, looks like maybe could have been catchable. Threw good ball, like you said. Throwing the football has not been a problem for Caden Millizer. It really hasn't. He's you been, give him some time, and he's been putting the ball in guys' hands, too, for the most part. Men in the slots. Snap, looking to the left this time. Oh, and boy, that was a close one. He had Lewandowski out here, but he also had uh, yeah. the corner just kind of baited him a little bit. He played off, and then as soon as he saw the throw come, he jumped that route. That's uh, That was a long throw, too, Rusty. Sean Emerson out there almost played it perfectly. That's a dangerous play that probably would have only got you a couple yards anyway, so yeah. I, I don't really care for that play call. They come out. Millizer with Gibbons, the running back to his left. Men in the slots on both sides. Snap rolls to the left. Boy, looking, get rid looking. of it. He's got a man and just throws it out of bounds. That was probably the right thing to do. There's everybody covered out there. So doesn't make it any worse than it had to be. He'll throw it out of bounds. Caught out there by one of the coaches, I think Josh Dingledine was the one who ended up with that one in his hands. But Well, he wanted to make sure, you know, you're better off throwing it long. You, you don't want an interception. Yeah, if your guy's not going to catch it, throw it long. Absolutely, especially when you're on the 10-yard line. Yep. Now Justin Garrett will be in his own end zone. He'll try to kick it out of there. And they're sending the pressure. They've seen the snap has been off a couple of times. It'll get out to the 50. Caught out there by... Uh, Brevard, he'll go to the right side. There's only one man going to get him, and that's the punter, Garrett. And he will be into the end zone for six more. You've seen that wall set up. Just took it all the way from the left side of the field, all the way back to the right. Everybody blocking that way. Perfect setup on the punt return, and it's six. 34 nothing, 423 to play in a half. You've seen that coming and that great special teams by Concord. That's the second one they ran back. The other one got called back by a penalty, but same thing. Pretty much the same play. You, yeah, and you can't teach speed. That, that no. Concord player, he's had speed. He got the outside, and we didn't have anybody that could get him. That's the thing. You got a, several players on this Concord team. If they beat you to the spot on the corner, you're not going to touch them. No. Just going to put their foot in the ground and go forward. There's a kick is up, and it is good. And so with 4.23 to go in the first half, it's 35 to nothing. Concord will take a break back after this. 
Are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty, broken-down garage door? Does your front entry door need an upgrade? If so, call D.C. Garage Doors and Entry in Plymouth. They sell, install, and service doors all over northern Indiana. Whether it's residential, commercial, business, or industrial, the professionals at D.C. Garage Doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area. D.C. Garage Doors and Entry is the right choice for all your door needs. From major to minor auto body needs, Burt's Body Shop in Plymouth has the equipment and specialists to handle any job, big or small. Burt's offers free estimates, body repair, paint and parts, and supplies, glass installation, frame straightening, and alignments. Burt's is open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5.30 p.m., and Saturday from 8.30 a.m. till 11 a.m. Burt's Body Shop, West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Give them a call. They can do it all. 574-936-2780. Plymouth will get the kickoff here, trailing 35 to nothing, 423 in the first half, and it is away. It's a low-line drive. Bounces big and high for Mackey. He'll bring it forward. Blake Mackey looking for room, picking his way down to the 30 where he's tackled. And the ball is out. Uh, mm-hmm. not sure. It looked like the ball came out and it did not evidently. So Plymouth will have it first and 10. It'll be marked down at the 31. A couple other scores. LaVille <laughs> trying to make a statement headed to the playoffs. Uh, their quarterback, uh, Plummer went down last week. Well, they don't seem to have missed a beat. 21 to nothing over Culver right now. Triton leads Winnemac in, at halftime, 28 to 6. Snap, handoff. No, Millizer pulls it back, and he is met unceremoniously and very rudely by Joseph Moon on that corner. And so a loss of two, it'll be second and 12. A lot of time left on the clock till halftime. We still got about four minutes, so we don't want a quick three and out. You absolutely don't because that puts the ball back in their hand. Well, I guess you're right. Second quarter, Northwood leads Goshen 28 to nothing. Yeah, I didn't see that game being tied. Every now and then, I I make a mistake. Handoff fake, and Millizer will take it forward. Tell you what. They are just doing a nice job of disrupting anything we want to do on that offensive line. They are, but once again, they're big and strong. And they're juniors and seniors. Juniors and seniors. And there's a big difference. There is a huge difference. Just based on technique. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You see that guy across from me, you got an idea what you think he's going to do and how to do it or how to stop it, but. You don't have the experience. Millizer rolls to the right, has a man open. Not even. Can't hold it. Nice defensive play. Hit him in the hands again, but it got ripped out of there by that corner that was in defense. And I believe that is, no, that's not Hackworth, is it? Jacob Schmidt Schmidt out there. I love their light numbers against the white. Yeah. Six and eight kind of look. The same. Well, let's see if we can keep the uh, punt return out of the end zone this time. Justin Garrett will kick it away and Brevard all the way back at the uh, 30 of Concord. 
Snap is a fake. It comes forward. Millizer will take it. He's oh. met unceremoniously at the 31. He'll get a yard. And so uh, Plymouth will give it up on downs. And obviously somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do. Absolutely. Coach Hadley is not Hadley happy. is not a happy man right now. So. Yeah, that's. He's not happy about anything. He's walking away. <laughs> he's going to come back in here, but he was not pleased with how that developed. So Plymouth on defense again. Glance with it. Got a new running back. We'll set that for you as soon as we can. Well, of course, he almost got the ball there. Quick screen out here to Emerson. He'll make a man miss. Gets knocked out of bounds by Mackey about the 15. It's probably going to be a, a face flag mask. on the play. And got a hold. Hold oh, against okay. Concord. It, you know, if nothing else, you, the thing you got to take into the locker room at halftime is we held them out here. You got to get a stop. We do. You can't give them points. And our defense has played well at times. They we, have. We've just given up the big play and the and the short season. Yeah. I mean, we haven't played. They haven't had to play any downs on their side of the field. Not very many, if any. Yes. Penalty marked off. 37. I mean, when, when everything else is, is a challenge for you, field position becomes a monster against you unless you've got it. First and 15. Plymouth shown blitz. Glance will take it. He'll hand it off. And that is Shimone Wells Moore. He'll go out the left side. He'll get a lot of it back. He'll drag him down about the 27. It'll be second down, and uh, let's call it seven. Herrera and Bush on the stop. Second and seven, 226 and counting. 35 to nothing, the score here. Snap. Lance will throw it on the screen out to the corner. I think that's Koltuki and has it. Nobody's going to tackle him unless you get two or three of you, and it takes two or three. He'll be down about the eight. So first down as Concord continues to roll to 11 to play. Plenty of time for Concord. Well, you got a field goal already. Their field goal, they they kicked six field goals this year, Rusty. That's pretty good for a high school team. I would say, and their kicker has plenty of leg. So it'll be Wells Moore as the running back. Glance the quarterback. Men in the slot on both sides. Man in motion is Koltuki, and they'll fake the handoff to him on the jet action. Glance will move forward. They'll drag him down about the four. Ooh, what was this? Blake Mackey in there. Now we've got to say they're going to have to pull something there. There is a full-blown fight right now. Carter Bush is in it. Somebody's going to have to get in there and break it up. we got flags everywhere. There is definitely a fist fight going on down there. They've got them broken up. I'm not sure you're going to get out of this without some ejections, honestly. I think you're going to see Carter Bush come over here to the sideline. He's probably going to be done for the night. I'm not sure who else was involved with that, but they were definitely swinging. Well, that kind of came late after the play. It was after the play. Done. I don't. Something was said or done or. Well, it's Concord I, Plymouth. I know. I've been it, on the field for a yeah, lot of Concord Plymouth games. I'm going to tell you something. Parents don't want to be on the sideline for this game because they don't want to hear what's coming out of the mouths of those guys down there. Yeah. There is no love lost at all between these two teams. Never has been. And 
There's a lot of lot of discussions going on as the game goes on. Officials are all checking their smartwatches of <laughs> like how many steps they've got in. They're all <laughs> well, I'm sure they're sorting out who's going to be leaving this game because you're going to have some from both sides here. I got a feeling Carter Bush is done for the night. I got a feeling maybe Blake Mackey's done for the night. Well, I it, saw both I, of them in there. That might have been where it started. I, I mean, saw Peyton just... Bone break in on that as well. Now, on the white side, there was a mostly offensive linemen that were in there swinging for Concord, but we'll see what happens as they're still discussing it, trying to sort it out. They got to keep control of this game, Rusty. I mean, well, the, the outcome's probably foregone, but, you know, man, Plymouth's got to play with class. I agree with you. I, I I'm not agree. sure what started it. Yeah, there. regardless what Concord does, Plymouth needs to show class here going forward. Now you got officials talking to both coaches here, and both teams are still on the field. One on the right hash is Plymouth, left hash is Concord with their coaching staff. Now we're going to get. A meeting between the two head coaches, it looks like here. As Craig Kohler will come to the middle of the field uh, near where this happened. Now they're talking to uh, Adam Handley. I'm not sure. Well, he didn't look happy with whatever decision they've made. He, he's pleading a case. He is pleading a case down there. Play is stopped. 136 to play here in the half. 35 to nothing. Concord leads it. Maybe we ought to be looking next door here. They got all those plays on the iPad. I don't. They're trying to see who. Oh yeah. They're trying to see who it was down there. The Concord coaching staff next door to us. Now everybody in the press box over there looking at their. Trying to see if they can see the iPad on the kid in the staff. candy store looking through a window. I know. Here. We need yeah. one of those. We need one of those. I gotta. I'm gonna have to hit up the there go. somebody. Okay, we got. Personal foul, both sides, they offset. You knew that was coming. Okay, well, if they leave and it at that. If they leave it at that, you got to be okay with that because, believe me, what I saw out there really probably warranted some ejection. Probably. We've I've got to say that I've seen less than that yes. get ejection. This year. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what uh, what the call is. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of big white jerseys in there throwing down and a couple of red jerseys in there throwing down too. So there was, they weren't discussing uh, uh, where they were going to spend spring break offsetting penalties. So wow. everything will stop. And it looks like they're not going to eject anybody. And what had, they were down at like the two or three yards. Yeah, I don't how, know. How why they they the nine now? Back. Balls at the nine now, second and goal. The replay of the down is what. Uh, okay. So. All right. Second and goal at hey, the that, nine. That's a win for Plymouth. That is definitely a win with no ejection. Carter Bush back out there. I know he was in the middle of it, but he's that kind of a guy. He's going he's gonna to come after you. He does again. He's in the backfield. He blows that play. He just blew his man up. Now running to the outside glance, he gets some room. He'll be down about the four where Alan Pereira brings him down. But, boy, Bush was chasing him for the minute he took the snap. Yeah, he was right there. Just couldn't quite get him. Well, one reason is because he had uh, the running back, had the pickup on the blitz, Wells Moore, and he was riding. He was, boy, he was carrying him out to the outside trying to get to the ball. Snap. Glance will hand it to Wells Moore. He wrote, oh, I'll tell you, Michael Sheely just said hello. 
That might have been Sheely's best hit of the year, Rusty. That was picture perfect. Come in here and say hello to me. He just nailed him. So big hit by Sheely. He'll put it about at the line of scrimmage. So fourth and goal. Let's say Sheely. Sheely's playing a great game tonight. This is probably the, his best game of the year I that I've seen. With you. Offense and defense. De- defensively, he's found himself, I think. When they moved him into that linebacker spot, it was like a light switched on for him. He's been looking good out there for the last three or four games, but now we do we have a flag on the field? I think they're going to call a timeout. All right, they're going to wait until the clock runs down to one second, and so Concord will take the timeout to set up the field goal, I'm sure. I Well, it looks like they're bringing out the field goal, but uh, – you know, I agree it, with you. They got some of the same numbers out there that are on their offense. They're so. about on the four yard line. It's going to be the last play of the half. You're up thirty five to nothing. I I'm not so sure. I don't run a fake. Obviously. I well, I don't even set it for a field goal. I I go for the jugular thrust. I do. You know, your starters probably aren't going to play the second half. Give them one more play. This is one of those. One more play at full speed. Yes, this is crunch time for him. You know, this could be a two-point conversion in overtime. You're in right. Sectional, you know, and they're, well, they're going to kick it. They are definitely going like to kick it. It looks like it'll be a 21-yard attempt. So, Miguel Aguiar, snap, kick is up. It has oh, got plenty of distance, plenty of height, and it's good. Well, that will end the first half, and we have played two quarters. Right now, the score is 38 to nothing, Concord with the lead, and we go to halftime. We're going to take a break. We come back. We'll be hearing from the commissioner of the IHSAA in our halftime feature, Commissioner Corner. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And, uh, well, here at halftime, 38 to nothing, the score. Uh, Plymouth trails at Concord in the lead. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Hey, Dr. Elsperman, I believe one of the best ways to invest in a community is to encourage participation in high school sports. I agree, Paul. High school sports can play a tremendous role in student athletes obtaining their first degree in life, a high school diploma. Ivy Tech Community College also plays a role by serving more than 70,000 Indiana high school students who are earning college credit while finishing high school. High school athletics are all about setting students up for success in the classroom and in life, and that's especially important. Considering less than 7% of student athletes play sports in college, and even fewer receive scholarships. At Ivy Tech, thousands of high school students complete their freshman year of college or first industry credential, giving them a head start on college and careers. We appreciate the support of partners like Ivy Tech who invest in our student athletes, their education, and our communities. This is championing education. This is investing in your community. This is your IHSAA. 
It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell, and this is our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Uh, Commissioner, appreciate your time. Recently announced the IHSAA will be re- relocating your cross-country semi-state rather than run at Huntington University. You'll be uh, running it still uh, in that particular part of the state, but you'll be at, Mary- at Indiana Wesleyan University in Marion. And uh, understand, people, it's a well-documented uh, situation. Huntington University coach and wife, um, improprieties in terms of uh, contact with students athletes and questions about uh, uh, possible uh, performance enhancement drugs and things and so uh, it's not a very pleasant situation for anyone but I applaud you and the IHSA for stepping in quickly and making a decision. Thanks coach and we don't ever uh, like to do or these decisions are not things that we take lightly. There's a lot of uh, thought that goes into these types of situations and then fortunately they don't happen very often but you know, at the end of the day, for us, Coach, we just felt our kids have one opportunity. Some some of our right. kids have one opportunity to run in a semi-state meet in their life. Um, and we just felt the potential for a distraction um, around the, the stuff that's going on with the university and their cross-country program could affect the event. And we did not want to uh, have anything affect the experience for our student-athletes. And so we just felt it was best to move it. We we know Huntington's working hard to, to, to investigate everything that's going on, and and I'm sure they will return at some point, and we hope to be back there in the future and run. But right now, we just felt it was best for our kids to, to, to go to the Indiana Westling course, which is a phenomenal course, and um, they're ready and willing to host us there. Well, you, this brings about a very busy weekend, too. You have, uh, I mean, I'm not exactly sure where to start. Unified flag football, the championship between DeKalb and Brownsburg at Grand Park. Uh, you have volleyball sectional, soccer regionals, team championship in tennis. Um, week, uh, The last week of the regular season of uh, football. So, uh, as we've talked about, it's a special, special time for a lot of our kids in the state because it's championship time right now. It is, Coach, and that, you know, and that's what we do. I mean, we certainly, right. as we always, we celebrate the classroom, but we do also hand out some hardware occasionally throughout the state this year, and and we're going to start handing out some more of that hardware this weekend. And you know, our unified, and you know, Coach, our, our unified program is just something that we're so proud of. Partnership with uh, Special Olympics Indiana and and developing the champions together for students with intellectual or physical right. disability to be a member of the high school team that where they go to school at. It's just a phenomenal experience for kids, and we're going to give out the the award between our state champion between DeKalb and Brownsburg, and we're also going to give out the Bobby Cox Mental Attitude Award <laughs> that day, and so that's mm-hmm. uh, going to be uh, a great day. But yeah, I mean, we're rolling. We've got multiple things going on this weekend. The soccer sectional championships are all over the state on Saturday, and we're marching towards a volleyball state tournament coming up in a couple of weeks, and it's event time, but you know, right now I'm looking at a calendar here, and guess what starts here in the next couple of weeks, and even some next week. Our winter uh, teams start practice. Winter, so right. That's exactly. right around the corner for us. 
Well, uh, I, I appreciate, Paul Condry and I appreciate your hospitality. Um, love the new studio. Thank you for having us for the pairing show. It's a special night. Uh, we're honored to be a part of it, but it's uh, it's so much fun, and everybody's in, engaged and involved and invested in that particular night. It, it's an investment of time, you know, and I think that's what makes it special. Coaches invest time in kids, and kids invest time at school and in the classroom, and you guys invest time to do the show. And I will tell you, Coach, uh, we set a record this week. We had 15,000 unique viewers on the IHSA Champion <laughs> Network, IHSA TV, uh, watching uh, you and wow. Andre the show. So, yeah, 15,000 unique vis- viewers. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. Investing in education-based athletics builds strong communities in a strong, successful Indiana. That's because when we support education-based athletics, we're not only supporting Hoosier student-athletes, we're championing the next generation of doctors, CEOs, and engineers, not to mention future teachers, first responders, and civil servants. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. High school sports are the training ground for our future community leaders, impact makers, and world changers. When we invest in student-athletes, we're teaching them the importance of serving others selflessly. Leading them to become engaged, compassionate citizens who pay it forward and continue building a positive future for Indiana and beyond. Support the next generation of Hoosier Difference Makers by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is serving our community. This is strengthening our future. This is your IHSAA. From major to minor auto body needs, Burt's Body Shop in Plymouth has the equipment and specialists to handle any job, big or small. Burt's offers free estimates, body repair, paint and parts, and supplies, glass installation, frame straightening, and alignments. Burt's is open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5.30 p.m., and Saturday from 8.30 a.m. till 11 a.m. Burt's Body Shop, West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Give them a call. They can do it all. 574-936-2780. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations, but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing downtown Plymouth will surprise you. Give them a call, 574-936-3924. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. And uh, it's been a tough first half you knew that it was going to be. Yeah, and we've seen this script before, Rusty, about almost every game except a couple. But uh, Concord came out, and they punched us right in the mouth in the second play of the game, and uh, we really haven't recovered. We, we've looked good at times on offense and defense. You, you know, we've had a couple of big runs on offense, but overall we've played pretty lackluster. It makes you wonder, at least in my mind, what would have happened several times. I'm thinking in particular with uh, Wallacey. 
can't remember with Goshen. If somehow you stop that first series and get the ball for your team back, yeah, how much of a difference that would have made in the course of a game as opposed to, well, here we go again. Except we're down seven. There's only ten seconds into the game. I mean that that's that's an emotional hill you have to climb every single Friday night. It is the Wallace C game. Kind of comes to mind in particular as we were playing back and forth with them. I think we even had the lead with like two minutes we to did. go in the se- before half. We did. And Wallace C scored three times in the last two minutes of the half, and we just never were able to rebound. The Goshen game, you know, we that was. Tough game. We we lost on Goshen's last series. You know, we made a lot of good stops there, played hard. That was a tough loss. But tonight, you know, Concord's got a lot of athletes. They got speed, Rusty. Oh, they, yeah. They've got a lot of speed. A lot that of I don't, speed, a lot of experience, a lot of size. We just can't match their size and speed tonight. I mean, we, we just we don't match up well against Concord. Yeah, we don't. Um, but anyway. Halftime score, 38 to nothing. Let's run a couple of scores down from uh, elsewhere. They are in the third quarter at uh, Triton, and the uh, Trojans lead Winnemac 28 to 6. They are having a nice year, 5 and 3. But in order to win their sectional, they have to beat North Judson. So we'll see. How tough that, sectional. That's a tough yeah. sectional. North Judson and Culver and some other folks that are pretty good. Uh, Glenn and South Bend, Washington, we don't have a score on that yet. Um, let me go down. Well, North, you're making me look bad, Joe. 35 to nothing. Northwood leads Goshen. Well, it's still probably in the second quarter, you know, <laughs> actually it isn't at halftime. Yet. Oh, so okay. you're, yeah. you're kind of right. Yeah. LaVille with a 28 to nothing lead in the third quarter over Culver community. That's kind of surprising to me. Culver's got a solid yeah, game they this do. year. They're yeah. five and three. Um, and Mishawaka leads while C 14 to seven in the second quarter. That's kind of surprising. surprising. Uh, what else we got here that's local? We have a St. Joe score because that's who we play. In I'm week trying week. to find uh, that's what I'm after. Culver Academy is getting beat at halftime. They trailed Garen Catholic 35 to nothing. Freeman is beating up on Clay 40 to nothing at halftime. Well, you talk about a team having a crazy year. Bremen or Clay? Bremen is okay. un- it's just up and they'll score 40 points and only give up one in the one game and then give up 50 points and not score in the next one. It's been a weird year for them. Probably depends on the opponent. I yeah, probably well to a great extent, yeah. but I mean, it, it, I think and, Clay's struggling this year. Yeah, and in some of those instances though, they I don't know. It, it's been a really wild ride for them uh, for this year. Warsaw and Northridge. What do you think? I'm going to say Warsaw's up a touchdown. They're up by one point. But okay. You're, but well, you're right. It's halftime, yep. 14-13. Warsaw leads Northridge. Uh, you were looking for St. Joe. Let me run Just because that's who we play next week right? in the yeah. sectional opener. Right here at Plymouth. Yes, it is going to be here. South Bend St. Joe playing Mishawaka Marion, and we have no score on that yet. Okay. They are underway. And I believe that's pretty much all we have locally. Uh, uh, the St. Joe score right just it was 14 14 and a half. Okay. St. Joe Marion 14 14. So. Very good. All right, so that's a little rundown of the scores here at halftime. Our score here is 38 to nothing. Plymouth trails it. We've been here before, it's the same, same script we've been looking at all year. But I, I this one was ultra hard. You knew coming in, you're going to have a backup quarterback. You're going to have to simplify everything that you do. He's probably 
he's not going to be able to run as many plays as Xander was able to run. No, uh, but, but because they've been, what happens is they, they, they add plays. They build the playbook as yep. the year goes on. And, and Millheiser's done a nice job at yes. quarterback. You know, he's made some nice throws, made a real nice run that, you know, he almost broke it for six. But, you know, we just – we're not getting a lot of separation at the line. No. You know, we're, we're getting a lot of Concord's offense – or defensive lines playing very well tonight as well as our linebackers. And, I, Rusty, you want to give away pizza, don't you? At some point, yeah. Okay. I just – I know some of the fans out there are listening. Are they – they're they, hungry. They – they uh they chomping at the bed over there. I think they are. I... All right, we're gonna we're gonna give away a fifteen dollar pizza bills gift certificate, and we're gonna give that to the person who is the first one to. Uh, should we do what we thought, or should we add? A I know. I to I it? think you're well. Wrinkle's fine, but your question's good. So if you want to add a wrinkle to I'm that, I'm gonna question. add a wrinkle. Oh, okay. Caden Millizer is a starting quarterback. No, tonight you just gave the answer away. Well, okay. that's not the answer. I'm okay. asking a different question. Okay. Who did he replace? Who is injured? Okay. That our starting quarterback this night is filling in for. So Millizer, normally a wide receiver. And who was the quarterback a week ago, I guess, is what I'm asking. The last seven, eight games. Last eight yep. games. So who's the starting quarterback? Somebody said Joe McKee. And winner, I gotta say, winner, winner, winner. A, give it to him. He's got the fifteen dollars gift. Yeah, that's what's going to. They absolutely no, should. It is, it is not Joe McKee, but if you can be the first one to tell me who Caden Millizer is filling in for tonight, who's on the injured list? Five seven four three zero seven six six four seven. Be the first person to tell me the answer to that question, and you'll be able to go to Pizza Bills free of charge. And we've talked about Pizza Bills food. Boy, they. Great subs, Stromboli's Pizza. And candy. Have you been in there to see the candy? Yeah, I have not been there with the candy. What kind of candy they got? Just all sorts anything, of... Anything you can imagine. Ooh. The one thing that I like, and I know this sounds weird, they have the they send over a, a bag of uh, uh, chocolate-covered coffee beans. Don't know about that. Okay, that is exactly... Don't know about that. That is exactly what I thought when those came in. It's, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I was... But I'll you drink it. coffee. Well, I do. Yeah, I don't. Okay, well that's step <laughs> one. All right, all right. Chocolate covered right. anything's usually good, though. All right. Uh, we I think we got a have a winner over there. Todd Himes is my winner. Congratulations, so, Todd. Todd. Congratulations to you. We will have that uh, gift certificate waiting for you at the radio station. Uh, 112 West Washington here in Plymouth. But, Todd, what was the answer? Our game. The answer is Xander Ramirez. Xander, which yes. Which everybody should know. But uh, we want to give the pizza away. We, we do. don't want it yes. to be too hard. Yes. So. Congratulations, Tom. Thanks for playing Todd. our game, all of you. We had a bunch of right answers. So. Uh, I see a lot of anti-Viking stuff. There's, there's a lot. Of, I know who that is. I got to know who that is. Well, why would they? <laughs> Why would they say anything? If you knew who it was, you'd know, I, you'd know who that uh, was. I do. Yes. Take shots at you. I don't know. He's the nicest guy in this world. Well, I don't know about that, but I, you know. That's just not fair. It's not uh, fair, Joe. I guess. Well, okay. <laughs> well, it's 38 to nothing here at halftime. Pullman trails it to Concord. Next week, as Joe said, there will be a playoff game here. 
It will be St. Joe against Plymouth. We're trying to keep track. I don't think St. Joe has had one of their normal years. No, year. and I was looking at, you know, they've won two or three games, but they play the Pens. The, I mean, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, got, uh, they play some pretty well, hard goals. They play in that division, too, yeah. of the NIC. I mean, if they were playing in, the, I think it's the West Division, it, it's not quite as difficult. Yeah. The schools, and they did it on purpose. The schools are a little smaller yeah. on that West side, and then the Pens and those folks are in the other side, and that. That makes more sense, yeah. really. And I'm reluctantly, Rusty, I'm going to have to miss next week. So this may be our last game this year together. So well, if it is, thank wow. you for I'm a, you know, everything. Well, I don't you're know. Gonna, you're going to bring a tear to my eye. Don't you know? think I will. But I just want to say thanks, you know, in case I don't at the end of the game or <laughs> we don't run out of time. But uh, well, hopefully we'll win a game in the sectional and we'll be keep back. Keep going. Yeah. That would be nice. But that is going to be next week. It'll be here. I believe it'll be a 7 o'clock. Well, no, playoffs a little different. We'll be I in think ten- it'll be a 7 o'clock start. You know, I'll listen to the game in Tennessee. I'll be with our number one fan, Mark. We're going out there and vacation with him. And don't okay. ask me why. Don't ask me why. Don't know why. Give some of the things he texts us yeah, during the game. I know. Well, it's. I don't know, know if I'd want to spend time with I, I think. Like I think our wives are really good friends. And we just kind of. <laughs> But, but anyway, we'll be uh, we'll listen out there, and maybe we'll do a text in, or you can give us a shout out. There you go, we yeah. can do that. We're about ready to start the second half. I know Adam Hanley and Brent Corbett down talking to the officials. Well, they're sure. smiling. Well, they are smiling, so it's probably not the kind of discussion that was being had a few minutes ago. When fists were flying and things were a little bit more uh, intense. Well, I, I believe there's going to be a running clock here to start the well, second half. Yeah. So there should be, I think. So uh, I believe we will kick off as well to start this half, and we will. So Concord will get the ball first, and I believe they are warming up another quarterback down here. I'm sure what what usually happens in these games like this is they will. Uh, They'll put their starters out there for one more series just to get that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just to get that last little bit of continuity, and then they'll start running folks in, which is the way they normally do this. But Rio will uh, kick it off for Plymouth. And back deep, Rivard, who's already run a punt back for a touchdown, is back deep. And uh, the kick is away. Low line drive bounces off the hands of the up man. And that is Hackworth. Oh. And he is stood up. Good hit there. And that's Sheely again. Sheely again. He is having a day. He really is. Defensively. So Sheely with a big hit. Well, being a senior, you, you want to go out leaving it all in the field. Exactly. So it'll be. Well, they already made the change at quarterback. It is going to be Derek Gomez calling the signals here in this half. And uh, we saw the running back, Wells Moore, as the half ended. And it looks like their line's uh, different too, Rusty. May have run in a bunch of guys. So I don't know if I don't like this quarterback. I want to see him play a little bit. He's a, fr- he's a freshman. Freshman, boy. They got some talent coming. Foot 185 <laughs> snap. He'll hit. Oh, he's going to keep it. Runs right up the middle. Somebody needs to stop him, and it's going to be Barrera. 
will finally bring him down, but not until he's out to the 40. Oh, he's got some wheels on him. 20-yard gain. He's got wheels. He was not handing that off at all. That was going to be all him. So you think Concord going forward, they got a sophomore starter and a freshman, freshman backup. backup. That's, uh, and it's, the sophomore starter is a normal-looking yes. kid. This yeah. guy is thick. He is really big. Hand off. He fakes it again. He's going to run it. You think maybe he might end up at halfback before the I, over with it? Or offensive guard. Yeah, he <laughs> is a big boy. He picks up about five more. It's second and five at the 35. And I think that's the other thing you got to take into account. Uh, there aren't too many players on that Concord side that are smaller than our guys. No. As a matter of fact, there's not hardly any. I wouldn't guess more than one. There is almost a great play. Once again, it got away. Going to be a touchdown, but they had him at the And somehow, Sheely runs him down again. They're not going to give it to him. He is going to be just short. It's the second time Sheely's kept the guy out of the end zone. Running him down from behind. Michael having a great game tonight. He really is. He that's still, uh, you know, that's missed tackles up front, though. We we had him for a no gain, a three-yard gain. We're just bouncing off of him. Not wrapping up very well there. Oh, and they're going to they oh, they're gonna give it to him. I didn't see a signal ever. I didn't either. I thought they Well, uh, evidently they gave it to him. They're going to line up at the three and kick an extra point. So that's okay. six points. The referee right in front of it didn't signal, did he? No, he didn't. I thought he was, it was right in front of him, and he didn't signal. Snap, kick is up, low line drive, just got... barely gets through as the kicker is new as well. Kicking that one was Connor Morris, and it's good. So after uh, one series, 45 to nothing, Concord leads it. We'll take a 30-second break. Here at Oliver Ford Lincoln, we're always cheering for our Plymouth Rockies. Whether it's football, soccer, or wrestling, we're the Rockies. And you'll applaud our service, too. Let the award-winning service team here at Oliver Ford Lincoln solve your problems and save you time. Check out our walk-in oil change service. Just drive up and say, change your oil, please. It's a time saver. And do-it-yourselfers will love our parts department. Back at Plymouth High School, 45 to nothing. Concord leads this one, and they will kick it off. Scored on the first possession. Plymouth wanted to get something going here. Obviously. 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 Yeah. That was probably, thank you, Captain Obvious. Well, you want to find some things maybe going forward to next week. And you got to find something that works. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And going forward next week, there is no assurance that Xander will be back in the lineup either. No. He's, I believe he's in concussion protocol, and that's all going to depend on what happens this week. I know they bring them back carefully, as they should. Oh, absolutely. I think that's definitely what you want to do. I don't have a problem with that at all, but he looks good on the sideline. He's in street clothes, but I mean, he, yeah, you know, he's, but if you're not, yeah, kick is the way it's going to be out of the back of the end zone, touchback first and 10 at the 20. You don't need to bring anybody back no. in this situation. If they're not totally 100%. No, absolutely not. Uh, he's only a sophomore and you know, he, he's got two more years in front of him that, uh, are really promising. Well, the scary thing about it is I don't think, I mean, I know they didn't know what play it happened on. 
And okay. so the fact that he went back out kind of, I think, concerns him a little bit because obviously he's not going to take himself out of a game even when he's hurt. Right. So that's one that I don't mind if a kid tells me I'm kind of loopy. <laughs> back to throw. Millizer rolls to the left. He'll just throw it away. He was chased out of the pocket by three white jerseys. Van Dusen was never going to get that. He was just trying to throw it out there in his vicinity so that he would be able to get another play. 8-11 clock running, second and 10. Football at the 20. And it looks like Concord has a lot of substitutions on defense yeah, also. They've, they've got brand new guys. Do they look any different? No. Every they, one they, of them, 6'3", 200. Big, yeah. <laughs> Some big, big gentlemen out there. If this is their second team, I don't. They've. They've got him coming from all directions. Man in motion. They'll fake the handoff to him. Well, they'll give it to him, and he's going to be run down. Aiden Blaylock just gets murdered in the backfield. They'll lose 10. Tried that jet sweep. Blaylock went the wrong direction. Backwards. So it'll be third down and long. You know, they've got the outside a couple times tonight. Both times they've been on the right side. And, again, that run was to the left, and – we just haven't had much success running to the left tonight. Absolutely nothing, really. Umball Nation in the stands, too. Umball Nation is everywhere. I, yes. Everywhere. <laughs> Third down, and what are they calling it? 16? I'll call it 16 2. Snap and Mill gets it up in the air, and nobody going to run under that. He saw white jerseys all around him, just got rid of it, not wanting to take a sack all the way back at the four. And so it'll be fourth and long, and the kick will come here from Justin Garrett. Plymouth will give it up again. You know, again, that's a long pass for him. I, I'd like to see him throw some slants or, you know, some quick passes right through the middle. Con- Concord's being really aggressive with their linebackers, and they're coming. I, I think there's a little open pocket there in between. Not so sure. Snap is to Garrett. It's a good one. No pressure. He'll kick good. it straight up in here. It's going to be a short one. And it'll go. Good nice bounce. bounce. Going to take it all the way out close to the 50. They'll kill it at the 46. And I got to be honest with you, I don't think they've been further than at the 40 on their own side of the field. No, they've had good starting position. Every time. Every time. And if you can't change field position, you're behind the eight ball. All our punts have been from way down inside the 20. So now Gomez will bring him out. He's got uh, well, he's got a new running back there beside him. I'll have to try to get his number there to the side of us. Handoff comes up. No, he's going to keep it. I don't think you need to worry about it. And he's going to break tackles. Bone break, the only one who can bring it down. <laughs> Runs right over Peyton. And he'll finally slow him down enough that a couple other guys can and come that, in and make the tackle. But he's just a freshman. Rusty. Yeah, he's a freshman. Wow. He's uh Derek he's, Gomez, six foot one eighty five freshman. You yeah. might want to remember that name because yeah. they want to. He doesn't want to give the ball up. He's already got so much confidence as a freshman. He is gigantic too. He's and he runs well. Runs hard. First and goal at the ten. Snap almost over his head. He'll pull oh, it down and he's gonna kidding, walk mate. into the end zone. There's athleticism right Able there. to jump up and stop that. Basically popped it in the air and caught it. And then just ran straight up the middle. Nobody touched him. Nobody touched him. 51 to nothing now. 4.50 in the clock running in the third. Concord will kick the extra point here. 
it's been uh i don't really know what you hang your hat on here tonight it's been another one of those high snap again and a kick is away and it'll be good so good job of the holder to get that one down and the kick goes through and we are at 426 in the third 52 to nothing concord with the lead we'll take a break Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with a constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. Back at... I almost said Bill Nixon Field, but I don't know why. Well, you've been close. And I think I'm having that early onset, but that's okay. Uh, 4.26 to play here at Plymouth High School, Plymouth Rocky Field. And Concord has just pushed another one across, making it 52 to nothing. 4.26 to play in the third, and they'll kick it away. Another new kicker. <laughs> this will be number 90. And that is Aaron Macon. Nice yellow shoes, too. I like those. Kick is away. It is high. It is short. Comes down at the 10. Mackey oh, drops it. He was down. on his knee. Yeah. Dropped the ball, was on his knee, and so he is down at the 12. Yep. He knows it. Comes to the sideline. Not real happy. Clock running at four minutes. Plymouth with the football first and 10. It is at the 12-yard line. Again, we our starting field position has just been horrible. It's been, all night. it's been within the 20, I think, almost every series. Not so sure that we've gotten the ball past the 40 ever no. tonight, except by a punt. That one long run by Millizer. Yep. Caden back, ready to go. Snap, he'll hand it off this time, and Gibbons will get a couple. He'll be down at the 13. Second down. Three twenty-five and counting in the third. Fifty-two to nothing. Concord with the lead. Concord's bring a lot of players in and out. Well, you got to give some folks some experience on a Friday night. It's not a bad thing. Bill eyes are ready. Snap. Looking to throw to the right. And he'll try back over the middle. Nothing there. And so it's incomplete. There's just nothing there for him. He's not getting any time. And there's just nothing there. Well, it is tough. It has been tough going. And Concord, having the best of it by far, big lead, running clock at 2.30. Millizer, snap, rolls to the left, looking to throw. Nobody there, he'll get it away, and it's into the ground. Lewandowski can't get it. Yeah, so, he, incomplete, fourth down and nine. 
put a little something extra on that one and kind of went low and it's going to be short of a first down anyway but and one hopped out to the receiver that hasn't been a problem all night he's been no he, right he's on pretty people. accurate uh you know when he's had been able to get the ball away he's done a pretty good job so garrett will kick it away and uh, back deep to receive brevard who's run one back low line drive i think somebody got a hand on that Oh, get it hit a white jersey and nobody able to get on it other than the white jersey. <sighs> the guy that had hit when it bounced was Camden Bonds and he was able to land on it. So it'll be first and 10 Concord, the ball only at the 30. They're going to mark it at the 31. Probably only have about a play or two before the quarter here. 118, clock running. Gomez looks to the sideline for the call. I, I bet he keeps it. <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody else has touched it since he came in the game, so we'll see. You know, I, I think he's going to give this one, Rusty. You do? I do. Okay, we'll see. There he is. the over-under on He it. just talked to his receiver. Yeah, he's going to hand it yep. to him, and then he gets completely blown up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he set that up. Yeah, he, he set that it. up for now, that might be the last time he hands it off, but I, yeah. Gavin Brink with the stop. Gavin Brink having a nice game tonight. We've had some individuals play yeah, nice games. Yeah. Michael Sheely having a great game tonight. It's really just a shame it's going to end, you know, we're probably going to be, well, we are going to be 0-9 this year. And, it, you know, it's just a shame because the kids have played so hard this year. They, they really have. Haven't given up, that's for sure. Second and long, 14, snap. And he'll Ooh, hand he it off it. again to Moore. He'll be down to about the 30, pick up a five. Yeah, that'll be the last play of the quarter. And that will end the quarter. So we'll go to quarter number four here when the next step occurs. And it is 52 to nothing. Concord, take a break. We'll be right back with the final 12. Culligan Soft Water Sales and Service. Since Culligan dealers operate independently, offers and participation may vary. Stop by Culligan Soft Water at 326 East Jefferson Street in Plymouth or call 936-3556. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 till 5 and Saturday 8 till noon. Culligan, better water, pure and simple. From major to minor auto body needs, Burt's Body Shop in Plymouth has the equipment and specialists to handle any job big or small. Burt's offers free estimates, body repair, paint and parts, and supplies, glass installation, frame straightening, and alignments. Burt's is open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5.30 p.m., and Saturday from 8.30 a.m. till 11 a.m. Burt's Body Shop, West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Give them a call. They can do it all. 574-936-2780. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee and uh, Plymouth trails this one 52 to nothing. We head to the final 12 minutes. Concord with the football. They'll snap it from the 30 when we get back underway here with a third and nine. Freshman quarterback in there now for Concord. Derek Gomez has. He's impressive. He's impressive. He will pull it. He's going to run it one-on-one -on -one out there with Pereira. Boy, that's a mismatch size-wise. Barrera will hold him up and wait for some help. He'll pick up about five, but could have been a lot worse. It was him on Barrera out there, and he got some help eventually. He needed it. Barrera did a nice job slowing him up and keeping him to a you know a short gain. 
fourth and about four. Yeah. And obviously Concord's going to go for it, and it's probably going to be the same play, Rusty. I would guess. I think they're going to run it to the right this time, though. You think so? I do. Got men in the slot on both sides. The running back Moore goes to his left. So Gomez running back in the backfield, wides to each side. Snap, and he drops it. It's on the ground, and Hanaszewski will come up with it. Well, they had a couple of guys in there quickly. Miles Hanaszewski, the one, and Carter Bush in there as well. The snap got away from Gomez, and it was on the ground, and Anishewski picks it up. I so that's the break we need, Rusty. There you go. It'd be nice to go down and get some points it on the board. really would be. 10-47 and counting. 52 to nothing. Concord leads it. You know, you got the wind behind you. Just let it fly right now. Why not? Well. I mean, why not? I would you got Sheely up top there, one-on-one. Just let him yeah, go. Let him go. Hit him. He's going to come back over the middle. They're going to try to throw it to the other side. The hands of Van Dusen. Would have been a good catch. He was out about the Concord 40. It would have been a big game, but it is not. They did take a shot, though. I, I like that. They did take a shot. So second and 10, clock running at 10 minutes to play in this one. Caden Milliser calling the play in the huddle. He's got Gibbons, the lone running back, to his right. Men in the slots on both sides. Snap, yeah. and they'll hand it off on a bit of a counter, and oh. Aiden Blaylock will get some room. He'll take it out close to a first down. Finally gets wrapped up out there by Ben Creek, and it'll be third down and three. Football marked down at the 43. You know, Russ, I'd like to say we're on the old Notre Dame special. <laughs> That's been unstoppable. It's never been stopped in the history of playing football. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, you do. Well, I probably it's do. Um, all your kids. I'm sure I've seen it. <laughs> you have. I'm sure I've seen Only it. Only when we wanted to score. <laughs> Millheiser alone in the backfield. He's going to, no, he's going to keep it. Oh, goes forward is tricked up and depends on the mark. He's going to be short. I think he, he had nothing but daylight in front of him. Same exact thing that happened the last time yep. he went through there. Somebody got a hand on him and knocked him down. But we got fourth and one now, so very manageable. Almost nine minutes to go. See if they got any one-yard plays in the... Might be the same play. Could be. Empty backfield again. Trips to the right. Man in the slot to the left. Van Dusen goes in motion. He runs in front. It's going to be a first down. You're right. Pretty much the same play. The only difference was the jet action in front of him, but Millizer will carry it forward for about four and a first down. Well, let it fly again. Why not? Down, yeah. 8.23, clock running, 52 to nothing, Concord. I'd like to see something over the middle, though. I really would. Some kind of slant. They haven't really. They One route, they ran the one time the kid was wide open. We just missed the pass. Eliezer with a snap, back to throw, straight drop back. He's throwing it up in the air, and boy, Blaylock just can't run under it. Boy, it was that's... well defended, but it was thrown in a spot that Blaylock could have run to it. He just couldn't get there. It was over his head, and it'll be just overthrown a couple of yards. Just a little long. Sheely will come back on. He'll join the offense. Gibbons will come off, which leads me to believe this is going to be another empty backfield play. 
Second down and 10, 7.30 to play, and it is empty. Trips to the right, man in the slot to the left. Sheely will go off on the jet action, and the ball's on the field again. Well, Eliezer was going to hand. Sheely didn't take it. It's on the ground, and it's a turnover. He just kind of, yeah, that wasn't a very solid handoff there. So the turnover will give it back, and Concord will have first and 10 at the 45. Just kind of, just you know, they don't have the reps all year. That Just... There's lack of uh, communication there. Well, it's execution, that's for sure. Shaley thought he was going to pull it. Millizer thought he was going to hand it. And neither one of them were right. Laville in the fourth quarter leading Culver 42 to nothing. Looks like they're going to oh, go geez. into the playoffs undefeated. Here comes a blitz picked up well. By Concord, but it doesn't matter because Gomez just runs over people. He's still running over people. He may actually. The only guy he didn't run over on that in red was O'Leary, and he, O'Leary was being blocked by the wideout. So, and there's two guys at his feet. He just ran O'Leary. through it. He's just that kind of a runner, he and is. he's that big. It's like trying to tackle a guard. Yeah, he, he runs well. He's thick. I mean, he's, he's really got big thick. legs. He's six oh four. Again, snap up high again. This time they'll wrap him up. Four guys in there. Garrett, one of them. Brink again in on that tackle, and Hanischewski in there too. Miles has done a nice job since he took over that defensive end mm-hmm. spot. Very nice. Second and 13, football is at the 36, five minutes and 37 seconds with the clock running. Well, I don't think Concord is going to put the ball up in the air, so Plymouth can just kind of pin their ears back and come. I would think so, but I don't know that I would do that with this guy at quarterback. I think I'd want to keep him in front of me. Yeah, you got to hit him early. Well, you're you don't right. You get ahead of steam. McCrum backs out of the line there and comes back, and they hand it off finally, and it'll go to uh, – the running back on that one, it is Cullen Schrock. And he's knocked down by Weedling short of the first down. It's going to be third and five. Football is down at the 28. And, and Concord wants to score. They, you know, this is mainly JV and some freshmen in there. Right. I mean, this why not? This is their shot on yep. a Friday night. See, that's the problem I always have with these things is you can't – don't tell a kid to pull back or – not play hard. This may be the only time he gets in the game. Gomez ready. He'll move the running back to his left. Now we delay got a whistle. Game. It's going to be a delay of game. Now, I know what they're doing, trying to run as much clock as they can, but 423 and the clock running, 52 to nothing. And we're, don't see this often. They're exchanging offensive linemen about, about every play about every bringing play. people in so concord is making sure everybody's playing you got that right yeah they keep running in linemen in and out gomez ready snap is high again he'll hand it off this time and that is number 23 schrock pick up a couple so it'll be fourth down and nine and they'll put the football down at the 32. 
clock running at 3.30. Hopefully, Rockies will get the ball back, be able to do something with it here to end this game. I'm going to tell you they're going to run to the left. Quarterback's going to keep you it. Think so? I, that's right. just my prediction. We'll see. Snap. No. Back to throw. Oh. Is going to throw it out in the flat. He's got a man out there who makes a man miss, makes another man miss. It's going to be good for a first down. Two guys had a shot at him out there. Well. And neither one could put him away. They threw it to the left. So I guess you're right that far. Yeah, boy, I didn't think they'd throw it in. Nice ball. Threw it nice was a ball. nice ball. Yeah. Yeah. Concord really wants to score. They're putting the ball up in the air. And good for them. Double backfield now. Two running backs in the backfield. One on each side of the quarterback. Full house look. With Gomez in there, it's like having a full back at quarterback. Plumba tackles the whole backfield on that one. And it'll be a loss of about three. Schrock was the ball carrier, but a lot of red jerseys all over him as he took the handoff. I think it was Barrera and Bush that made nice plays. And, you know, Bush is that. We've called his name a lot tonight, Rusty. He's that kind of guy. I think going forward, he's going to be the heart and soul of that defense. I just have a feeling. Snap. Handoff goes to uh, Schrock. He'll drive it forward for three or four. They'll mark him down at the 19. And it'll be third down. Bush again with the tackle. And see, that's why you see him down there. You know, he's involved with the little fisticuffs going up. But it's because he's got so much passion for playing the game. And you want that kid not to accept losing. Exactly. You you know, you want to do it the right way, but it's not okay. No, it's not. There's a fine line. And and being able to not take that fight out of a kid and tell him he's got to He's got he's got to channel his energy uh, constructively is sometimes a hard lesson. Snap, hand off up the middle. Schrock pushing the pile. He'll be down close to the 10. They're going to mark it down at the 12. About fourth and two, it looks like. Minute 16. You're only going to get about two or three more plays, Rusty. So if Plymouth stops them here, that's, you know. That's probably it because you're not going to be able to get the offense on the field in a minute. They're going to let it. Literally, they do not have to snap this ball until it's under 40 seconds. So they'll come to the line, 55 seconds. Gomez ready to go, full house backfield. Snap. Handoff up the middle. Well, Gomez will keep it. Carry some guys. He'll be close to the first down. It's going to depend on the spot. I don't think they'll give it to him. They do not. And it'll be first and 10 Plymouth with 36 seconds to play. I think that's going to be it. That's going to be it, I'm sure. And it will be as both teams begin to walk to the sideline. 20 seconds left in this ball game. They're already lining and they're up. Already lining up. The they're already lining up. They're not going to run So that's going to do it. Final game of the football season for Plymouth Rockies. They end the year without a win. 0-9. Ball tonight to Concord by a final of 52 to nothing. And we'll take a break. We come back. We'll hash it out one more time. Spoiled football on WTCA. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. 
local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. with Joe McKee waiting on Brent Corbett, defensive coordinator. I see he's on the track right now. He's, he's running up, and he can run up those steps, not like you or I could. Well, he, you know, he's, you know, it's it's easier on this side. Why? I don't know. But okay. when I walk up and down on the, the right side, I get up here and I can't breathe. I walk okay. up and down on the left side. For some reason, it doesn't seem as hard. Well, he's on a slow jog. So <laughs> I, I think he'll uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, you know, you knew this was going to be a struggle. We you knew did. it was going to be an, a completely uphill battle, we, and it was all of that. It was. I mean, NLC. What what a tough conference this year, and what what a tough conference to play with a whole bunch of sophomores and juniors and a few seniors. But you know, they they've grown up throughout the year. They they've gotten better. I, I truly believe they're oh they have better no this game than they were the first game. Yeah. I mean. So I, I guess as long as they improve being young, there's things to build on. It's just hard for the coaches to keep them engaged. It, it's, you know, being 0 and 9 and, you know, it's some of these juniors, I don't know that they want a game, Rusty. So it, it's just. It's, I don't, I know the seniors have. I, I think the coaching staff's done a great job keeping them engaged. But, you know, next week, see what they can do. Brent Corbett joins us here after uh, final score, 52 to nothing. And. Once again, it's another week. You knew it was going to be a challenge with Xander out, and it was every bit of that. It was. Um, you know, we had a great week of practice, actually. Caden um, looked pretty comfortable during the week. Thought, you know, he was going to have a good game, but he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. Yeah. Um, game got a little quick on him. I mean, we didn't help him out either. We dropped balls, and but – Defensively, you know, I thought first quarter we played really hard and then had a couple little brain farts here and there. But, you know, the thing the thing I would say is I thought we were a lot more physical this week than we were last week. I mean, a couple broken coverages here and there, but I, I thought we were a lot more physical. But Concord was – they were improving. If you look on film – they get better and better. They got better and better as the week went on, and they're a good club, and we just kind of 
got to improve for next week. I think that's the kind of a team that if you're facing them early in the playoffs, you're probably not real happy because you they no. easily rise up and get you. And, and they're confident. I mean, they lost everybody on offense. Yeah. I mean, they lost everybody. So they they had young guys filling in, and they they've improved. I mean, I think we've improved just as much, but there's just a difference of you look at their roster. They're seniors and juniors. We're sophomores. So well, let's let's go a step further. They're seniors and juniors that are six four, two hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. Our sophomores are six foot and one twenty or whatever. They're. I mean, we yeah. we're undersized tonight at absolutely every possible place. Undersized. We are, and, and you know, and we're gonna get that all year. Um, you know, Coach Latinsky's doing a really a, a great job in the weight room. Our kids have bought in with him. They like him. Um, he's a high energy guy, man. Yeah. He is. He is who you want. For our kids. So, you know, we got next week, St. Joe will be a tough opponent. Um, they do a little bit of everything, but. I was going to say, have you seen them? Do, usually they do do a little bit of everything, don't they? They do. They're, you know, they, they go shock, almost kind of like Concord. Yeah. Um, they want to run the ball. Um, they got some playmakers outside, and quarterback is the most dangerous kid. He's very athletic. He can move. He can throw the ball. That's so, good news. It, yeah. It'll bring. It'll be a challenge defensively. I mean, uh, for our offense, uh, you know, they move around a little bit. I think they're a three front. Um, sometimes bring a four stand-up backer, but, you know, it, it comes down to how bad you want to fight for it. Yeah. Um, are you ready for basketball and wrestling and swimming to start? Or? Well, I'm not. I'm not either. So, so it, it comes. It's going to cut into my psyche if they don't win next week. So yeah. I'd like to cover another football. Right. And that's the thing, you know. So, just because we're on vacation. Right. Hey, Rusty can't shave until we win a game. I'm just. Uh, he said that from week one. So you, you see where it's at. You know, maybe next. You know, and that's the thing we tried. You know, defensively here in the fourth quarter. You know, we stopped him, had him. I said, listen, we we got to get some momentum here going into next week. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we played well in the first. Let's we we got to go back, reset, and let let's let's get some confidence for next week. That's the bottom line. And so confidence is definitely an issue. I mean, it, it is. You and you see it. We make a we make a bad play, and our heads drop, and um, a lot of that too is frustration on the year. So, to me, it seems to you can you can literally see the thought process yeah. on almost every play. You see them, okay, I need to get to this spot. They get there, and then they say, okay, I break down. And you can see them thinking that through. Yep. And it's got to be just fluid, no thought. Yep, and, and that's what you see from our team compared to all the other ones. I mean, yeah. they, the other kids, they're, they've done that. They've, they've experienced yeah. it. And um, I guess that's the thing. It's not that they don't know what to do. It's that the we're just a hair slower than everything. Um, the speed they need to do. Yeah, we're, we're we're thinkers. We're not doers yeah. right now. Yeah. Which, you know, I I think we've improved throughout the year. Yeah. I mean, other than last week was a bad week. Just yeah, flush it down. Yeah. But I think this week, you know, we had a good week of practice. Kids were high energy. I think we still have them there. Um, it's just, it, can we put a complete game together? Yeah. Is the bigger question. So yeah. now, what's the prognosis on Sanders? He's still he's in concussion protocol isn't he i believe tonight uh he can start start coming back so he'll slowly so like he's in step one so he can start like doing stretching mm -hmm. um maybe do some light in before he can practice doesn't he or to play so or he's got to pass like five different steps yeah of like so he's like got to 
He's got to be able to stretch without a headache. And the next day, he's got to do light running. And then if he doesn't have a headache, he can go to a little more running and some agility stuff. Got to go without a headache. And then pro pads, then full pads. So, yeah, he's got a process that I think it started tonight. Um, Good. So he's got a chance. Then to yeah, he's got a chance on Friday, but yeah. you know, that's, that's one of the things you don't want to rush kid back. No. Um, especially no, dealing now with the head and heaven. So, um, no, and that's tonight was a great warm up. If Xander can't go next week, Caden, yeah. what, yeah. what now yeah. you've, you've had a start. So yep. he throws a beautiful ball. Yeah. Um, it's just his having the confidence yeah. of being a quarterback. Yeah. So, oh man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem. Thank Close you. Up. Let's get a win next week. Yeah. Hey, we're home, so. Yeah. <laughs> we are at home. That means we'll have some McDonald's up here. So I'm happy for that. Um, let's talk to Joe for a second here. Yeah. I need to change my headset back. But, uh, you know, it, it's just been that kind of a year. It, it uh, anything been. that could go wrong went wrong. And you already had a team that had a very tiny margin of error. Uh, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's over with now. You regroup and you go back. And we've seen some glimpses of the future. I, I yeah. Going forward, we've seen some really positive things throughout the year in offense and defense. And, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure they were out there talking to the six or seven juniors on the team. They kind of kept them on the field late. You know, just I'm sure going forward into next year, you know, they're kind of already laying the groundwork going forward. And they got a talented freshman class, eighth grade mm-hmm. the freshman next year. There's some really good players there. So I, the future looks good for Plymouth. It's, it's just getting Well, there. it's probably going to be a little bit longer than next year, too, because I think they only have like seven juniors. So yeah. you're looking at before you have a class that's as big as you really yeah. need for a football team is going to be at least two years away. Well, you get some kids transfer. You know, the transfer portal stays out there. And I, I know, you know, we're always looking for kids to come to Plymouth. And, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Transfer <laughs> portal. Yeah, maybe that Gomez kid's a freshman. You know, I, boy, I, I, I think here. they'd uh, welcome him with open arms. I would hand him the ball a lot. Yeah, so, yeah you get him. and you know, Anyway, and we're, if, we're, yeah. listen, we're going to get in trouble. We keep talking about that. So uh, I want to thank you for joining me this year. No. I really appreciate it. And hopefully we'll go a little deeper so you can come back and join me again for that second game. Next week, it'll be here. Um, and well, I'm going to be listening out there and you okay. know, if they win, you got to shave. Just remember that. Well, I don't, I don't know. I may, I may have to, I may have to change okay. that because, uh, I'm kind of liking it, man. I'm kind of, no, I'm kinda I getting used to it. I've enjoyed this year. And I want to thank Jim and Kathy and it's been fun Russ. I mean, I, you know, the outcomes haven't been what we want, but I, I enjoyed doing this. See, I, I love really watching good. football. I, yeah, I, again, I just love being at the game. Love Love covering football. Different food, you know. People, I. Oh uh, yeah, wherever again, you go, we had McDonald's and McNuggets, and you had uh, well, yeah. you had the chicken twice. The ch- yes, a chicken. You know, everybody <laughs> knows me. I love my chicken. So, well, man, thank you again. No, thank you, uh, Rusty. Thank you to Elijah back at the studio filling in for Noble tonight. Um, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a difference maker. Elijah, podcast. yeah, he, he is. always has been he's a difference maker. He knows what a Notre Dame special is. I'm sure he does. I think he does. You know, the running end of that 
once or twice. Thank you most of all to you folks out there for listening. Don't forget, we've got Coach's Corner tomorrow morning at uh, right after the news at 8. Adam Hanley will join us then. Uh, Thursday Night Lights Playoff Edition next week. Make sure you tune in for that. We'll talk to all the coaches from around the county starting at 7 o'clock on Thursday. And then next Friday, 7 o'clock, we'll be here. Kickoff on playoff football, Plymouth and St. Joe. So, once again, thank you for listening. Have yourselves a great weekend. You've been listening to Plymouth Rocky Football on your home for Plymouth Sports, WTCA. Brought to you by U.S. Granules, Bowman's Tin Shop, Master Tech, Marshall County REMC, Co-Alliance Propane, The Pilot News, Hoffman Brothers, Uncle Doug, Oliver Ford Lincoln, McCullough Real Estate, The Floor Store and More, Rochester Orthopedics, Montgomery Well Drilling, and First Federal Savings Bank. The proceeding was a production of WTCA Sports.